It is time for another Amateurs Fantasy Sports Podcast. Hello and welcome to our second uh, Big Buy Round episode of the NRL Fantasy Amateurs Podcast. It is Mark here with Rob and Ryan. And boys, it was kind of a bit of a weird week. There were some teams, you know, not fielding a full 17 with some big scores and teams with full 17s that that didn't get big scores and some, you know, sort of weird guys getting injured and all sorts of stuff and some surprises with Origin. Ryan, I'm I'm excited for the for the pod tonight. Are you ready to rip in? Yeah, mate. No, I'm ready to go. Uh, it's uh, another off week for me, mate. I can put my feet up again this week. But, um, yeah, no, for your overall coaches, I'm sure you're going to have a great time. <laughs> great. Thanks, mate. And, uh, Rob, as our uh, objective bystander, uh, I guess we'll start with you, mate. Thoughts on the uh, dumpster fire uh, that is the New South Wales Blues chopping and changing their team for game two? What, what are your thoughts about the changes? Yeah, I think that um, that tweet that I found during the week where it was like New South Wales, like the extra day didn't help because Freddie was going to take even more time to think about all the terrible decisions that he's going to make, you know. <laughs> um, it's like uh, there's just a simplicity in Queensland having only 17 good blokes. Um, and mm. the problem with New South, I think we've said this before, we probably said it on Boom and Bust as well, is that like any number of them could probably do a good job, including Heinz. Um but just he's just so in his own head, Freddie, at this point that it's just so hard mm. to see how well they're going to go. Um, I think they'll be better than round one than game one. But um, like I don't know, I don't know if I hate any of the selections. Like objectively, I think Moses probably deserves a go, but I'm just mm. not sure. Heinz deserved to get dropped after playing ten minutes <laughs> in the centers. Yeah, I, uh, and Ryan, I, for me, like, uh, you know, I know people are expecting me to rip into the Blues, but I would have probably picked made 16 out of 17 of these selections. So the only one I really have a question on is Stefano. But, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people blowing up about Nico Hines. And, and I mean, I know you guys all really care about my state of origin take, so I'm going to give you my state of origin take. Um, that... Uh, while Nico Hines didn't do anything wrong in game one, and yes, he was the Dallium halfback last year, he seems like we've got a big enough sample size of the Sharks and Nico being good in games that they uh, can win easily. But when the back's up against the wall, I don't know if he's got the temperament from it for it. And it was perfectly shown in that Storm game where he was just trying a little bit too hard. And I think I think somebody said to him, you need to go out there and earn the Blues jersey before the game. And he mm. did everything the complete opposite of what you needed to do to earn the Blues jersey. Yeah, it definitely did seem like he was uh, trying a little bit too hard, like with some of those offloads inside his own 20. Um, that mm. were just – and like – uh, and like some of them, like they should have been caught. Like they turned into errors, but like they should have been caught. But at the same time, you shouldn't be throwing those offloads inside your twenty. Like the only person who, who does that is Tavita Pangai, <laughs> um, <laughs> and he's been dropped too. So um, yeah, it's uh, it's. Bad. I mean, like although I guess Freddie, um, he, he keeps thinking he needs more Panthers, but he's finally starting to catch on. No, what he actually need is more Cowboys juggernaut. So he's finally got hey. Reese Robson. Oh. <laughs> I think he's the only. Actually, no. There was Jordan McLean who he tried to get in last year, but then he got injured. That's so, right. You know, he's having another yeah. dig. 
Queensland had too many, so he's like, <laughs> got better, better get one in. Got to even it out. Yeah, no, that's all right. Um, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I, I like it. I think it's going to be – this. it's it's a hard ask to go into Queensland with and, and play at Suncorp with a team that's, you know, missing their, you know, their key sort of linchpin. Not that Cleary's done anything to endear himself to anybody in the Origin Arena ever. Um, yeah. And Latrell backs it. Latrell's a big in, I think. Yeah, he is. He Ooh. was. He was. He would have been great in the first game, I think. Like that's one of the weirder ones, though. Is like Teddy. Uh, sorry, is uh, Freddie's man management here? So like he's he's binned off Campbell Graham in uh, for game one because he couldn't train, and then he's gone and picked Latrell, Cam Murray, and Liam Martin, who all can't train. Well, I saw that Liam Martin today. The first time that Liam Martin's going to do contact is at the captain's run this week. Yeah. It just makes and, no sense for Campbell Graham uh, stuff now, does it? Like, uh, in hindsight. No, but he, but yeah. he, they, want, they said, the, and I mean, there is a little bit of a difference in fairness to Freddie. The whole point of the 18th man is to man the tackle bags and stuff like that. You know, that's the, their main role in camp. And if you can't train due to injury, you can't hold a tackle bag. But, yeah, having three blokes not trained for the almost the, you know, the entire camp or at least the first half of it, is not ideal when you've got new combinations going into a, you know, decider with a fairly settled Queensland team that, you know, sees sort of three like-for-like replacements, really. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to going to the game. Um, and I think it's going to be a, a good one that will be capped off by a, a Queensland victory and a dead rubber in Sydney. <laughs> it's going to be great. PVL in the bin. Yeah. Now, uh before we get into the the fantasy chat, we got a really interesting question that came through uh, the socials, and and I, I want to nestle this right up at the start of the podcast here, boys. Oh, no. So we're we're going to modify the question because, like, so the original question came through, and it was, uh, you know, NRL fantasy amateurs fantasy fight night, um, pitting Ryan, Rob, and myself up against uh, TK, Andy, and Corby. Talking league, and you know, if we were going to do it, I prefer a Royal Rumble, you know, Hell in the Cell style match to uh, you know, individual battles. Um, but uh, I, I think the better question, and and boys, I'm gonna I'm gonna kick it to you is um, well, you know, I I like the Talking League boys. We have a nice little, you know, we have a rivalry going. They're all from New South Wales, so you know, they're gonna be losers of of it at the end of the day. But nah, sorry, boys. Uh, but um. Uh, more like a who would you like to fight from the entire NRL fantasy community, past and present? I think that's a, that's a better version of the question, I reckon. So, Ryan, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass it to you first, mate, straight off the bat. Of anyone past or present that is uh, working in the NRL fantasy space, mm. who would you most like to fight, and why? Oh, that's a tough one. Um... Maybe, uh, maybe one of the the official NRL fantasy blokes. They they need to uh, they need to get in line. I reckon. I reckon. Uh, I reckon I could take them down. Um, yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, I think. Yeah, Paulie looks like he's be, be pretty quick, and uh, you know he's got a bit of reach there. He looks pretty tall. I don't know where any of us see him sitting down. So. Yeah, no, I'll I'll take on Luke. I'll take on Luke. Is his partner in crime. Yeah, all right, Luke from the official NRL Fantasy Channel. Ryan, is issue in the challenge? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Rob, what about you, mate? Who, who do you like? Oh, I had I had one um, up until this point, but I'm going to change it to Jay Warrior from Talking League. 
Um, okay. Richard, my boy. Um, I met him actually at the at their Talking League event. Um, he was a really lovely guy. Um, but yep. I think we're similar kind of body type. He's got a few years on me. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, he was a Kiwi as well. Um, so, you know, a bit of rivalry, not as much. Yeah. I don't, you know, don't have as, as much against the New South Wales boys as, as you do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think that'd be a good fight. My boy, Jack Warren. Yeah. I think, uh, I think that's a good, you know, battle for New Zealand supremacy. Mm, I like it. Yeah. yeah, I reckon. I reckon I would actually fight TK, but only because I think he's the only bloke in the NRL fantasy space who I might have the reach advantage on. Because <laughs> I, I don't know if anyone's aware. I'm about five foot nine, so there's not many, not many people I've got the reach advantage on. But the fight needs to go for less than thirty seconds because if it goes for any longer than thirty seconds, I'm done. That's the the limit of my aerobic fitness. <laughs> and uh, at that point, I think his. Uh, you know, I think he's been on their ads. They talk about his uh, gym that he goes to, and he seems like he's a lot more athletic than me. So, I need to yeah, win like a, I need to win like a quick knockout, like thirty seconds or less. <laughs> That's how I perform in every aspect of my life. Thirty seconds Ooh. or less as well. Um, you know, oh, jeez. Although, uh, yeah. poor Butters probably has the longest line. <laughs> poor bloke. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. So, yeah, no. Um, yeah, I got to win. Yeah, I got to win in a, uh, a a quick knockout. Otherwise, I think TK wins the uh, the battle on the points. I'll be uh, using the interchange, the Tavita Penguin interchange card, card a couple of times. I reckon. <laughs> Tag out. Got to use three yeah. of them, eh? Yeah, oh, that's dear. it. All right, boys, let's get into the NRL fantasy stuff. Um, <clears throat> so we had some uh, interesting results last week. So we missed the. Uh, the rap pod, so we'll just do it all in one go. So we started off with the Titans up against uh, the Tigers. Uh, Tino, big score, bit of controversy there. That was sort of overplayed by the media. He was never going to get suspended for that. Uh, John Bateman was worrying his managers for a while before putting the accelerator on in the last 20, which is good. Bull, another good score. Um, that's probably it for this game. I pat pretty good. Jake Simkin, obviously big news here as we get Jake Simkin this week. And I guess we'll kick him around when we get to the uh, get to the, to that point in the show. Um, but Ryan, your boy Big Mo, not available in round nineteen for fantasy managers. Yeah, mate, uh, this is uh, the problem when you when you like you pick up a pod and they go too well. Is that all of a sudden they they get they want like the you know Billy Slater and Freddie want to add them to their fantasy teams as well? Um, yep. I, I copped it with Frizzell and now I've copped it with Fodawaka, and yeah, it's yeah. it's a bit annoying. But I I, I can't imagine he's going to see huge minutes in Origin with some of the guys in this team, and he plays Sunday in round. 17 so i think he should be okay yep absolutely i mean outside of that it's probably just the sort of shenanigans but once again i think we'll cover it when we get there boys um yeah the api Coruscant injury obviously is a, is a big one and and, and the, that hooker situation so we'll we'll circle back to that uh the was uh defeated the raiders sean johnson top scored in that one uh even with the hia i thought he was gone like for multiple weeks and then you know like the Christ-like figure that he is, he you know came back from the dead, Rob, and just absolutely, you know, put on a clinic. I think he doubled his score after he came back from the HIA. It was so incredible. The, mostly that uh, that intercept try where he did the Michael Witt kind of put down right at the end. Oh my god, that was, was diabolical, wasn't it? It was phenomenal. I think yeah, I think Webby had a go at him for that. Um, but no, apart from that, like he's he's just had it on a string in this game. Um, like what was really impressive about the Warriors was just they're like goal line defense at the start like they had no ball and then um 
Barnett got sent off or got Simbind. And then, yeah, it was just like attack after attack after attack. And then, you know, floodgates opened after that, after Warriors had the full complement. And yeah, Sean was awesome. Um, Tohu and Chance were great as well. Yeah, love it. <laughs> About the only highlight of my fantasy week was this game where I had like four of the top six scorers. Uh, it, all went, it deteriorated after that. Uh, and the Manly versus Dolphins game, Ruben Garrick tons up. 104 points, three tries, nine goals, five tackle busts, 130 metres. He's obviously come – and Tommy Turbo as well, 79 points with two tries. They've obviously put him to the sword. Manly starting to heat up. The Dolphins, obviously, you know, the season's taking a little bit of toll here. Um, there are a number of players available this week, uh, which obviously we'll touch on. Uh, I guess for from a fantasy perspective, Nick Arima's still going. Um and uh, Lemuelu sort of, you know, Ryan, I'd I'd be, I'd call it a pass mark in a in a big loss. Yeah, or in a game where you lose by forty, I, I think thirty eight's fine. Uh, like if he if he was edge only, you'd be pulling your hair out. But at center, you you can cop a thirty eight. Yeah, hundred percent. After some of the other center scores that pop up, that'll that'll do just nicely. Um, Brinko Lee played edge for some reason, got injured again. Uh, I don't know why he's just not like actually being like allowed to rest after being injured, but you know, I'm not a coach. So what do I know? Uh, Jeremy Marshall King also injured. He's going to drop a lot of cash. Um, Seems like the correct answer in the Jeremy Marshall King, Damian Cook, Jacob Little uh, conversation was actually Jake Turpin. Uh, (laughs) We'll we'll get there when we come to it. Um, And Isaiah Katoa is doing fine, but you know, he's a, a sell probably with the buy now for sure if you haven't moved on. Uh, Dragons beat the Rabbitohs in a depleted game. Damien Cook plays himself into a blue jersey, 120 running metres, very heartening, 50 tackles. That's what we wanted to see from Cookie, and I think he'll come out of it with some confidence until at least Wednesday when they get bashed. Um, no, nah, it's probably <laughs> probably need to calm down in case they lose, but they won't. It's fine. Never mind. No, nah, forget <laughs> I said anything, guys. Um, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> forget I forget I said anything. Uh, baby, baby hands, another good score. Uh, Colin Matungi, sort of you know below par with a try, I guess, considering he played in the middle. Jacob Little, big minutes, but and a try, but didn't sort of get the chocolates. It seems like too, Ryan, maybe too many minutes, uh, too much time standing behind the goalposts. I think in this one for him. Yeah, well, he he made what less than half the tackles that Jake Turpin did. So yeah, I think that'll probably yeah. do it. Yeah, he's a really interesting option if for anyone looking for a you know even a buy this week. I guess he's on a buy, isn't he? Yeah, never mind. Um, oh, what else? Nothing really from this game. Jack Bird was laid out, which is probably good. Um, yep, that'll do. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to the next one, Broncos up against the Knights. Payne Haas, massive score. Kalen Ponga, Are you guys, either of you guys on the Kalen Ponga train, mate. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, well, this is like uh, just my final because last week when we did the pod, we didn't have the weary mood Greg news that he was that he did his Liz Frank and he's going to be gone for a bit. So um, yeah, in my in his final, uh, you know, my, my favorite player in his final sacrifice to me, he got injured so that I could bring in Kalen Ponga because otherwise I wouldn't have I wouldn't oh. have bought Ponga last week. Wheels up. Well so done. yeah, Very no, that's that's great. Yeah, he's I got him in thirteen, I think. Oh yeah, okay. Well, that's still pretty good. You got the what at forty two or whatever, and then uh, and then a and big then score. Buy. So yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 
No, good. I got him last week for um, uh, KO Weeks. Uh, no, for Burbo. So, yeah, pretty happy with that. He um, is so much better at fullback, eh? Who could have who oh, known? Who could have possibly yeah, known? Yeah. It's almost like we had a sample size of this exact same thing happening before and the exact same thing happened. But Yeah, the good thing is his price dropped to a near nothing and then we could pick him up at parking mm. basement. And now yeah, I can be a no, wing fullback. It's great. Yeah, no, it's great. I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to having him, you know, and um, probably him, Jareem Buller, and Chance as my final wing fullbacks at, the, at this rate. So, uh, yeah, that's probably it. Uh, oh, I guess we'll get to Greg Marju when it's time to talk about that. Um, Panthers put the Roosters to the sword, even without Nathan Cleary. Uh, Yo, top scores in this one, plays 80 minutes despite having a huge origin workload. Jenks with Harris would have only played 25 minutes had it not been for uh, a late injury that saw him come on for the last 12 minutes. And, boys, I cannot explain to you how frustrating this is. He can't be healthy, surely. He can't mm. be. Like, what other reason is there for him to be playing so few minutes? Yeah, I don't know. Lindsay Smith played 57 minutes. This is the thing. No like, sense. do I just do I do you just trade him to Lindsay Smith if you own him? Like, <laughs> see, like I, really? I think we'll we'll get to like this because I imagine there's going to be a lot of people looking for mid options and yeah. that play this week, and particularly like the other bye I, I, weeks. Yeah, I can tell you, he is not a mid option. N- well, no, we know James Richard Harrison, <laughs> <laughs> but I think there yeah. are some potentially. Yeah. I don't know. I was just throwing a few around with Ryan earlier, but I'm sure we'll get there. Um, no, but it enough. is tough. It's tough. And I think you've got the best one possibly, which is Nat Butcher, apart from Hopgood, oh. you know? Yeah. you got to say spoiler alert before you say that sort of stuff, Rob. Yeah. I mean, we're getting there, <laughs> aren't we? Yeah. I uh, f- I was originally going Nathan Cleary to Mitch Moses, and then I got cold feet and traded him to Nat Butcher instead, which just turned out mm. to be an absolute masterstroke. Probably That's the amazing. only good decision I made last week. So, um, outside of that, uh, moving along to the Storm and the Sharks, the Storm just absolutely belt the Sharks after being belted by the cow- uh, Cowboys, who got belted by the Sharks. Um, <laughs> so figure that one out. Um, Nico Hines manages to rip off a 62, lit- quite literally the worst 62 I've ever seen uh, from a player. Um, Harry Grant, Munster, also really good scores. Nelson, come on. Uh, after the eye injury to Ellie Katoa, Ellie was on eight points in 10 minutes when he went off too, which is extremely frustrating. He started the game really, really well and isn't named this week, so I'm going to be looking for a replacement for him. Uh, Nick Meany, also a good score. That's probably it. Um, Nick Arrow down week. Yeah, it's going to happen in a full game. I'm scrolling Very a long grand. way to get to Jesse Ramian too. Yeah. <laughs> Grant is a weapon. Mm. He's going to be really good round 20. Like It's round 20, isn't it? it? We want him? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Like, if you got a hooker for round 19, um, then maybe you could get him sooner. But, but yeah, it's tough with Origin, isn't it? Like, it is. well, it's obviously not. It's obviously not a question for this week because he's not no, there. no. But also, like, I, I suppose if if Queensland win and then you know. I suppose he doesn't play that many minutes, does he? Because he's going to split with Ben Hunt again. Um, but yeah. it's just an extra game that he might get hurt in. Yeah. Oh, you and you don't buy him this. You can't buy him this week. But like, I mean, next premium. week. Yeah. He's got Manly next week where, you know, they're a little bit 
you know, and then the Panthers. So, you know, that's, you know, if there's two games, like Manly have been in pretty good form recently. So, you know, maybe not. And, you know, some slightly reduced minutes, you could sort of see your way through to round 20. But, yeah, he's definitely going to be a, a, you know, a quote-unquote must for the run home, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. Best Tucker. Yep. Uh, now, ooh, last game of the round, the Eels beat the Dogs. Uh, Moses solidifies his New South Wales jersey. Matt Burton also good score with a try. He's got some, you know, some form up now. Gutho scoring well. Three tries. Um, and then, On his birthday. Yeah, Cardi. Mate. Cardi again as well. The King's birthday. King. Yeah, the King's King. birthday. Yeah, on his birthday. Oh, that's that's funny that that's the same day. It's not um, though. His birthday's in. It's not, but you know, yeah, but that's when we celebrated <laughs> no, the holiday. No, but we celebrated King's birthday. No, I know. Yeah. I know. I know. Come on, mate. It's not it's not Charles' birthday either, actually, for for the no. record. Yeah. Well, it was never the Queen's birthday either. Queen's birthday was in like some November or something. Well the crazy thing is they put it in June so that they could get a holiday in summer, but that's not summer here. So mm. surely we could have just chosen any day for it. But Queen's birthday in Queensland is in like March sometime, I think. So weird. Oh. Yeah. It's, yeah, great. That, it's that, much better. Yeah, but that, that's because in Queensland, the, the King's birthday is Wally Lewis, not Clinton. That's why. <laughs> yeah, smart. Yeah, no, that yeah. actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. No, I, um, and also, like, that that's part of the main reason. It's actually one of the main reasons why I'm like, perfectly fine with the moving of australia day as well is because the 26th of january is just like oh, it's a little bit too hot and can we just move <laughs> it to like october sometime where like it's you know it's not quite as hot and there's not a lot of public holidays at that time of the year like I'm, do you I'm, not get you don't get the uh melbourne cup day or like are you foul no that's yeah, just, none that's of, just none victoria it's just because yeah, exactly those, right. those are my favorite public holidays eh? yeah we need an nrl oh, yeah. uh, grand final public holiday that's what we need in, yeah, in new south wales surely in Queensland, yeah. no, no, I don't. Okay. Save Magic, magic round public holiday in hey, Queensland. You got to be out of, you got to be able to sell out a stadium to be able to get a public holiday. That's the difference. <laughs> they can't even, they couldn't even sell out a, a theater stadium for a yeah. game, let alone a bloody. A core anyway. stadium is is tough, eh? Tough watching. It's oh, like watching yeah. an All Blacks game. Just <laughs> why would you bother? Like, yeah. uh, like, like, what are you having it at such a big stadium? Yeah, anyway, I don't, I'm sure there's people that care a lot more about stadiums that have already talked about this and it's not worth us deliberating it on this podcast. I've got a funny feeling that this is going to be long enough without it. Mm-hmm. Surely not. <laughs> All right, boys. The Cowboys juggernaut comes up against the Panthers reserve grade team on Friday night. Uh, Cowboys also missing a lot of players, I guess. So um, just me or like they seem like not actually that, I think they're starting to get a couple of players back while simultaneously losing players for Origin, so it doesn't actually look too bad. Um, Kyle Felt comes in for Talongi. Leibut is going to play instead of um, Holmes. They got Dearden for this game. Uh, Tomalolo's back. Uh, man, he's over 30 now. It's uh, Life comes at you fast in terms of that 10-year contract. How, how many more years we got to go on that? Oh, surely eight. <laughs> Can we free up some money? I think I think it's I think this is year five or year six. I think it was yeah. 2018. 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. Yeah, this would be year six. Is it a million per year for 10 years? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was something like that. I don't know if he had a ratchet clause in there. 
um, which is where it goes up with a salary cap. I imagine he's going to be like some kind of coach by the end of it, right? Player coach. Oh, maybe. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, no, he'll get some sort of like retired, uh, like a medical retirement due to like some issue with his knee or something. 2027? He'll, like, yeah. he'll be like Thurston though. Like he'll be around the club for forever. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's, yeah. He's, he's a lifer. Right? By, the, by the by, the end of that contract, it'll be more about the, you know, the presence in the club and the, all that. It's the same reason they got Tommy back this year, but then he yeah. did his lease, Frank, and he's out for the whole year. That's why, like, I don't think it was a bad contract because, like, it, it, at the time, like, they would have had to pay him like one and a half million, um, with the, like with how good he was at, at the time he signed that contract. So it was more like taking a discount on the front end knowing that you're probably going to have to pay a bit more on the back end, but the salary cap's probably going to be going up. Yeah, mm. correct. And that's what I mean, like, not having a ratchet clause is, is a good thing, I think, because I'm pretty sure he doesn't have one because um, they were saying, like, by the end of it, a million bucks won't actually be that much. And, you know, you look at guys like, you know, Luke Brooks and Moses Embi, they're on a million bucks a year, and, you know, it's all it's not too, it's not too bad, really. But um, DC, he's got a, a really good one. I think he gets, like, 14% of the salary cap, whatever the salary cap is or something like that. That is really good. Yeah, whoever is his manager, that was when he did the backflip on Gold Coast. I'm pretty sure he that did was that such deal. a good backflip. <laughs> Poor Gold yeah. Coast. Hmm. Did you know Nanai's on 900 a year? Um, I would believe he's. I don't think he's on that much, but I reckon it'd be close. Mm. Well, that, I'm just on zero tackle, which you know, granted, oh, that's not but. necessarily a yeah a thing of accuracy, but um. Yeah, no, I believe that. he. I know he signed a one-year deal backing himself last year to, to earn some more money, and he did. Um, so good on him. Because he signed through to 2027 as well, same as Tomololo, mm. which, is, which is good. Yeah, and I think Luciano signed a long contract as well. He's got a three-year. So, yep. Yep. Um, contract That's off. long. Contract chats with Mark, Ryan, and Rob. Um, <laughs> Fantasy-wise, there is absolutely... There's absolutely nothing interesting about the Cowboys aside from Scott Drinkwater. Surprised. Robson's a sell, probably. Is he? Maybe. Probably depends on team circumstances. We'll get there. Surprised people aren't looking at Valame after his big game. Yeah. Is he going to stay there? Well, it seems like uh, he's replaced Felt. Mm, I don't know. Maybe. This would be hard to drop him, wouldn't it? But, yeah, Mm. it's hard to trust... This week, um, I certainly am not going to advocate in the pro. Oh, me either. I just, I'm just surprised we haven't had any questions about it. I'm hoping our listeners are just more discerning than that and they know we're <laughs> going to tell them off. Um, yeah. If you didn't sell Lukey last week, obviously hold him through this week. Uh, for the Panthers, Dylan Edwards is fine. Probably not a buy but not a sell. He's just a, you know, he's in your team. He's doing well. He's got a high break even. Yeah. And uh, Rob the Cog Dodd. Uh, Cog, Cog God. <laughs> Cog Dodd. Yeah, he, he, he got to put up a nice score on the weekend. Jack the Cog Man. Yeah, the Cog Man. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That, no, no interest in the Cog Man? N- nah, I grabbed him in draft. I think he'd be fun to have there. But um, no, nah, not really. I think there no. might be some questions about like Sorensen maybe as an option. Yeah. He's, got he's a hard one. Ability. He's so expensive, isn't he? He is. Yeah. But he's been like, he's been so like good and consistent all year and just, 
but like he he played he did the sixty minute trick on the weekend um, mm-hmm. because you know it, even when you're winning by thirty to six you can't take Yo off the field uh, no. because no. reasons uh, no. so <laughs> you have to play him for eighty minutes every week even even when you're winning by a lot and he's going to be playing through state of origin. So he needs needs 80 minutes to like survive the rest of the week. It's like his, it's like his life force, you know? Yeah. Or maybe it's one of those things like the Jersey where he gets angry if they try to take him off at all. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, It's not going to happen. Yeah. And, and it's right. I think like you can't really back any of the Panthers back rowers to play 80 minutes, especially with um, Martin coming back and, you know, Hosking and so on. on. But he has been awesome. And, He's got good upside, but it's just, yeah. Can you pay seven hundred and fifteen k for a potentially sixty minute back rower? Well, that's the thing is, I looked at him when I was looking at Nat, and I went, oh, like sixty minutes, fifty minutes, forty five minutes, seventy minutes, sixty five minutes, sixty five minutes, eighty, 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 and then sixty. So mm-hmm. you know, like it's just not. I, I can't try. I want that eighty minute back rower. I don't want them. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a tough, tough one, tough sell there for me. So, yeah, I'm, I'm probably not interested in anybody in a Panthers jersey that's not um, somebody that I already own, I guess, maybe is the right and answer. you're not even interested in him, so. <laughs> no, I'm not. In, oh, no, mate. Oh, man, next week. I'm, I'm, I'm ne- I don't know if I've ever derived more joy from selling a player than I'm going to derive from selling James Fisher Harris next week, unless he gets like 60 points and I'm going to have to then just sit there and be like, okay, he's on the way up now. And then he's going to let me down with another 17 points or something. Cause like he that. doesn't play 19. Does he? No, 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 man. I was so angry. I went to bed and I was so angry. <laughs> no, no, like, I, like, I don't know. I don't know if Tiffany like managed to pick up how angry I was, but like, I would have been like, Oh, like, yeah, nah. I, is yeah, it's, is that the I, is that the angriest you've ever been from fantasy? What's the angriest you've ever been from fantasy? Oh, the when Nathan Cleary did his hamstring the other night, I was pretty angry. I think yeah. I remember I had um, John Bateman captain when he did his like shoulder or something. Oh, nice! That one. Yeah. Do you remember that? I was at like a, I was at a like my my wife's cousin's basketball game, and it happened in like the first. 15 minutes, minutes or something. Yeah, he was, was on like, like, yeah, it was on like three points or something. I was just I remember filthy the rest of the night. Eh? I was just like such in such a foul mood. <laughs> <laughs> Mark will remember this. The angriest I've ever been, I think, was 2021 when I, I bought Matt Burton after Cleary got injured and Burton was named in the halves. And then when they ran it onto the field, um, he was he playing center with, with Tyrone May at 5'8". And like I've, I've never, I've, I was so angry. Burton ended up scoring seventeen with a drop goal at the end of the game, and like Aww. I was like, I, I was sitting outside on the balcony, like I was just ropeable. Yeah. What about <laughs> when you bought? Theory. What about when you bought Tauki Aho for the grand final <sighs> after like avoiding him all year, and that like twenty nineteen or whatever, and he did his ACL in the first two minutes. Yeah. No. Good. Yeah. Good. 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 I think good. I, yeah. Yeah. Good. <laughs> you blacked that out. He, there's, yeah, he's on the never again list with uh, Trent Merrin, I think. Oh, man, Trent Merrin. When we all bought him and then he did his medial ligament, but he was like yeah. just getting around with that bandage on his knee, just being absolute dog shit the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, he didn't think he'd be copping any strays tonight, Trent Merrin, but oh, mate, no. <laughs> never say. Oh, he's a good friend of the show, Trent Merrin. Like, here he listens to every episode. Oh. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, even just like in 2021 when Cleary was all having all of those games where he was getting all those like unicorn points and I was the only person that didn't own him. <laughs> like watching his games every single time and counting the points. And I'd, I'd, like, I'd be like, oh, okay, there's a kickoff. That's one tackle, two tackles. And I'd look at the score and he'd be on like 19. And I'm, <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is happening? And like, it was one time in particular where I physically, I remember throwing my phone like at the wall, like, and just like, I'm giving up on this. Like, like yeah, no, there's been plenty of times. There's, there's the too many to have admitted it, mate. So it's, um, it's part of no. the, part oh. of the. Part of the healing, of the healing process. process. Yeah, therapy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah no. Nah. There's one. There's like one to two times a week where, yeah, I feel a little bit like that. But yeah, like once every like once a month or something, I get a little bit angry. But yeah, there's some in particular that stick out and um, just like burnt sure, into the brain. It's funny how like as like grown men we just allow like a <laughs> uh, you know a, a, a fantasy game to just like completely dictate our mood for the next like 24 to 48 hours after it. Often, like often they're like 22 to 25 years old as well you know these kids <laughs> like yeah. and we're like oh you're the worst player i've ever seen and it's like you forget yeah. that they're just they're just children and they're incredibly no. good but also they're trent Marin was a grown-ass man he can he can <laughs> yeah. rotten hell yeah if, if yeah, if you if you are capable to date Sally Fitzgibbons or whatever you or whatever her name was, you're capable to you know be accountable to your fantasy coaches. <laughs> <laughs> All right, speaking of accountability, boys, how's that for a segue? Greg oh, Marzu, Greg Marzu missed the bus. He's not playing in round sixteen. Greg Marzu failed to meet team standards and hasn't been named this week. I've, I I personally have flawed. Adam O'Brien for holding up the high standards of the team. Um, oh, he slept in. Yeah, he's had a sleep in. He's done the old uh, Moses Suley. Do you remember Mo- Moses Suley when he got oh, sacked yeah. for uh, getting being hung over and just sleeping in his car at the training ground and just waking up and putting his boots on and going to training? Oh, man. Some <sighs> some classic stuff. Mate, if I was on that much, yeah, anyway, I was that much money, I would just give up alcohol. No, I probably wouldn't, but, you know, anyway. Um, but no, Knights is basically just Ponga gags for, you know, a pod center and, you know, it all looks pretty boring for Zell's out with origin again, Don Lucas plays, but we're not going there. Um, yeah. Fantasy wise, it's probably Ponga or bust here, boys. Yeah. 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 I think so. I think I'm going to move on for Zell in the coming mm-hmm. days. He seems uh, the biggest candidate for a rest in the coming weeks, I'd say. Yeah, no, I agree. He yeah. he even sort of scored poorly on the weekend as well. Even he came back so, from the dead though, didn't he? Yeah, he got forty in sixty minutes because he went off with like a neck issue and then came back on at the end of the game. I don't know, it was weird. Mm. And now he's going to play yeah. Origin. Just all seems crazy. Mm. Yep. No, nah, move on. Yeet, yeet nine thousand. Uh, <laughs> for the Roosters, we get to see fullback Manu, which is fun. Yeah, um, yeah Brandon Smith's uh, brother with the mustache. Sandon Smith is going to play halfback. Um, yeah, that's good. Jake Turpin's good. Eden uh, Nat Butcher is going to play prop for some reason. Um, yeah, that's probably it. Uh, is uh, are, are we looking at Manu as a genuine captaincy option this week, or do we not trust him given the recent uh, poor form? Rob, starting with you. I think Hines is 
by far and away the best captain. And then I think Hopgood not if, is, not if you ask Freddie, mate. I think Hopgood is <laughs> probably the next best with no with um Meadow in the in the halves. Um, Spoiler but, alert. Um, I think Manu is definitely an option if you're chasing in head to head. If you have head to head rounds this week, um, yeah, Manu. I don't know. Like Manu hasn't been good, but also the Roosters haven't been good. So, like, do we think him going to fullback is better for him? Probably. He'll probably get more, like, clean yeah. ball and, like, more chance to run yeah. before engaging the line and stuff. Um, I'm more excited for him to play fullback, but I think um, it does sound like he's going to be going back to centre after this. So, Who said that? Well, Billy Smith's back. Is that just because Teddy's not playing? Maybe. But also, Billy Smith was rested with a sternum injury or something last week. So, he's healthy. Yeah. No, I, just, I don't think I he was dropped last I, week, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't think he was dropped either. So, obviously, it's not working at the Roosters. And I don't think bringing in Sandon Smith is the answer, but it's an answer. Um, but it's not, yeah. it's not Manu's fault it's not working. The whole team's a dumpster fire. No, that's right. And, and yeah, I, I imagine, I, look, we'll get to this next week, but I think, I don't think Manu at six has really helped their attack. Oh, no, it hasn't, really, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're never yeah. dropping Teddy, so, like. What about Teddy at six? Oh, no. He played six <laughs> for Lebanon. He played six, six for, no, Italy at the World Cup, not the Italy, one just yeah. gone, the one before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. look, it, they could almost do with Sam Walker, eh, probably. Mm. Jake Turpin's a halfback, surely. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. anyway. Uh, yes, and- I think he's an option, but I think it's I think it's very risky, and there's two better options that you probably have I'd, already. I'd love to see the Tigers and Roosters do a Luke Brooks uh, trade with Sam Walker. That's what I'd like to see. Are you going to be the biggest Luke Brooks apologist next year when he plays for the Cowboys? Look. <laughs> I don't like you bringing that up, Rob. That's too. That's mean, mate. That's a that's a dog shot. That's pretty. Funny. Um, no, I think he's going to be good, mate. I think he. I think Brooksy. You know, the big problem with Brooks, the the big problem with Brooksy is he's just never really. You know, he's just got he's got a lot of potential, but um, I think the the forward pack just needs to get him on the front foot, and um, you know, his teammates around him need to do a job for him, and then he'll be able to execute. So. Um, I personally am looking forward to the the year, and and you know, don't forget he's got a Dally M halfback of the year, Rob. <laughs> well, the Tigers fans will never let me forget that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, in all seriousness, if Brooksy comes to the cows, I'll still think he's a uh, like below average NRL half, but I think I would be happy at like five hundred grand. Um, I think yeah, objectively, like Sean deal that we've got, you know, like. 450, 500, whatever it is. Yeah. Ob- objectively speaking, I would be happy with Tom Dearden at halfback and Brooks at 5'8", with Brooks on uh, like a salary the third of what he's on now. I'd be fine I mean, with that. I mean, to be honest, 500K in Townsville is more than a million in Sydney. <laughs> mm. Well, by the time you add in all the free drinks at the Mad Cow, it's basically a million bucks anyway. Yeah, plus the like the Lancini house you get as well. It's, it's yeah, quite a <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Ryan, shh, don't tell us the, the salary cap audit is listening. 
The Cowboys sombrero. It's alive and well. <laughs> With Peter Hicku in the centers, mate. We're we're rich, rich club. Um Oh, if we get Paul Alamotti, I think I'll be happy with that. Yeah, Is that an option? Talking about... Yeah, oh, mate, yeah. Well, Alamotti and Avarillo, they're saying they can't kind of – like, and they've got Sherry coming there next year, so they've got to get rid of one of them at least. Um, no, yeah, Sherry's, apparently... a, Sherry's a prop now, mate. He's a middle forward. Oh, yeah, you know. Have yeah, you seen he's him? Playing... Yeah, he's massive. Uh, but, no, Alamotti was uh, up in Townsville meeting with Toddy. Oh, that's Ooh. great because um, yeah. Peku's off contract, isn't he? He is, and he's signed, or he's on. I think he's signed with Hull for next year. Yeah, no, he's up to England. Mm. Yeah, yeah, wheels up. I think it's good, good change for the second time. Um, in all, in all seriousness, though, the Cowboys do have two very good young halves coming through the system, and I would hate to see us deprioritize them and lose them like we did with Jerome Hughes, Brandon Smith, Billy Army Kickow. and and people give the Tigers a lot of shit for the the quality of players that they've lost. But the Cowboys are up there with the like absolute piss poor retention and recruitment. What do you think about Kalen yeah. Ponga? Yeah, oh mate, that's up there. Like, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, we let go of Kalen Ponga and we won a premiership. And if I could trade Kalen Ponga for a premiership, I would every day of the week and twice on Sundays. And you know, Ponga has been flashy, but you know, outside of Game Three in Origin last year, although you know anyone can beat up on those losers, but you know, in club clubland, Ponga has been a disappointment since he went to the Knights. Is that a fair yeah, assessment? I think that's right. Yeah, no, I think that's yeah. right. I think he's so, he's a good like fantasy fullback, mm. you know. <laughs> but, Ponga has a real danger of being like uh, in the same spoken about in the same breath as Luke Brooks. So yeah, <laughs> that noise <laughs> that was like an elite level noise, man. I love that. Yeah, that's a, um, that's just not- a really good take. I just I think that's <laughs> it's a shame because I really really like Kalen Ponga. Like I think he's one yeah. of my favorite players to watch. But yeah, is it's... it the shit tattoos that does it for you? Or... <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the shit tattoos. No, we can't talk about tattoos anymore. We're getting we're bogged down, boys. We get Rob. Stop distracting the. We're gonna get. We're getting bogged down here. We're running long. All right. Um, <laughs> Jake Turpin, Ryan. He's good at football. Yeah, I would say that. He's good at tackling. <laughs> so That's good tackles. enough. What That's good on? enough. 64 oh, like, with, uh, what, 70 tackles or something? Mate, he was just channeling his inner 68 Roosters tackles. Jake, Roosters hooker named Jake. Mate, this is the yeah. best stat line ever. 68 tackles, two missed tackles. That's it. That's yeah, his that entire is a, output. That is, that is phenomenal. The, that is the Rooster hooker named Jake stat line. That is the Jake friend. Yep. Yeah, it is. Not a single run meter. I, I know we're going back in time a bit this episode and we're talking about a lot of old stuff. Do you remember the Jake friend when Mitch Pierce was suspended? Oh, mate. Level fantasy output? Yeah. That, that, he that was first... like way better than Cam Smith. Yeah, that first like two months of the year, he was the number one hooker by a mile, wasn't he? Was that uh, 2017, yeah. 2016? Somewhere. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go and look. I'm 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 really interested, but I remember because I had him, and I was like, yes, like it was so good. And then Pierce came back, and he's just scoring went in the toilet. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember uh, I bought Jake Friend. I had Jake Friend in 2019 in round one, and I captained him in round one, and he got 92. I remember that. And then and then he got injured a game later, and when I captained him, yeah. he got 17 or something. I- Red card. I think I had him like that. that year as well. That year, and it was just so punishing. 
Yep. Yeah. Nah, it's hard times. Sorry, boys. Sorry, yep. sorry, we're distracting you, Rob. Come on, mate. That wasn't me. For once. <laughs> Uh, the Eels are going to play against the Manly Sea Eagles. Um, Ryan Madison's going to play 5-8, which is pretty fun. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'd be barreling in there. I'm, I'm looking forward to him probably dropping some cash. And that's then we'll, a, uh, we'll, have a, we'll have a look at him later, I think. This is actually fitting in. Um, hey? Mark. Huh? Do you not have Ryan Madison? Did you sell him? No, I sold him weeks ago, yep. mate. Yep. Yeah, yep. when he got injured, I sold him. Yep. I yielded him. Nice. Yeah, this, this is like fitting in with like the Blast from the Past podcast because I remember I owned him in 2016 when he was playing 5-8 as well for the Roosters. <laughs> oh, man, and the, that the Roosters won a grand final with a centre pairing of Mitchell Orbison and Ryan Madison. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, good times. This is a good reminiscing right here. Yeah, I really I love, love it. Orbison. I think Orbison's like a great yeah. fantasy guy. Yeah. What happened to his, his uh, 2023 Orbison replacement? What's happened to... Hutch, is he is he kicking around? Is he playing? Hutch is oh, he's... so bad. He was so bad on the weekend. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I love it. Surely he sh- surely he should be the five. Uh, he should be the halfback over Sandon Smith. It's good reps on Sandon. Yeah, I haven't seen them is yet. Sa- but... Is Sandon Smith just Brandon Smith pretending to like not be injured? Is it is it a salary cap cheat? Is it are they trying for dispensation Hello. or something? Hello, my name is Mister Smith. Get out of boys, here. Get... Yeah, we're only, we're we're only on Saturday. What's going on? Come on. Focus. We're getting off track here, boys. Rob, stop distracting us. <laughs> <laughs> this is unhinged, right. this one. Okay. Nice. Can we talk about Brendan Hands, though? Hmm. I know I know we don't want I to. About it Do... as a, I did think about it as a cash out because he's half hooker and he's like 250K yeah. and he plays so... 17. Yeah, so the problem that I've got at the moment is, is I'm looking for a cheap hooker and just let that settle for a minute. Um, <laughs> and and um, the problem with buying Jake Simpkin is he's not available next week and I've already got Hines, Alamotti, uh, Paps, and some other idiot um, that's not available next week. Who is it? Oh, Buller. Buller. Buller yeah. So I'm missing... I'm missing four guys next week already. So if I bring Simkin in, that's five. And then also I've got Ellie Katoa I need to get a replacement for, and his best replacement's Bateman, who's also not available next week, so will take me to six. So I'm, I'm, I, I don't think I can take Simkin and Bateman, let alone, like I don't even want one of them, let alone both. And so I'm looking at potentially just grabbing hands and hoping to get like 30s out of him for the rest of the year. Um, considering he's going to be available this week and round 19 when I'm going to need a hooker What's as well. What's wrong with Hodgson? Question. Well, depend, are you list. talking about right now or are you, t- <laughs> like you talking about what, – what, the bigger question is what's wrong with Mitch Rain? Oh, he's just – What's he like, done? So distant to play Reggie's for the rest of his career, eh? Mm. It's such a shame. He was so good not that long ago. Mm, it was probably longer than we care to – to think about. When he played for the Dragons, he was good. And was the Titans. 2020 at the Titans? 2020. No, not for fantasy, like for actual football. Oh, right. When he played for oh, football. I don't care about that. Okay. Well, that, <laughs> that, you know, was, that's mate. that's fair enough, mate. We're on our reminiscing episode, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, there's always, there was always a good year of Mitchell Rain, eh? Just every year. It was, you just get him. There'd be like a big injury and then you, who was it? Who was the Titans hooker? 
Oh, jeez. Bef- um, oh, it was Nathan Peets. Nathan Peets, yeah. And he would get hurt, and then Mitch Rain would come in. Yeah. It was yep. lovely. So in answer to our earlier question, by the way, it was uh, 2016 was the mm. year of the Jake Friend. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So he started out the season 65, 63, 54, 67, 49, 66, 106, 81 in the first eight weeks. That was that was the year of the... That's uh, on the new scoring as well, like yeah, with the reduced was, kick meters. That was the year of the uh, Jackson Hastings, Cody Walker, Cash Cow year. Oh, the Hastings cash go year was so good. Yeah. Yeah, good times. Had anyway. A, nice little kick, kick meter stats in there too. Yeah, you know, 20% of kick meters first couple of games. Anyway. Um, Brendan Hens. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's yep. a good option. Like if we – I mean, we don't know what's wrong with Hodgson, but he's clearly injured and yeah. – Or Ward says neck round 17. Yeah. That's kind of my mm. concern. But also, like, if you're buying hands, like, his PPM is so god-awful that it doesn't really matter if he's playing 50 minutes or 30 minutes. Like, he's still going to get you a terrible score, I think. Yeah. So yes. it's just it's just to cash out, I think, if you're getting him. Yeah, it's, it's literally just like a green dot for the rest of the year that has a potential to give you, like, 30 – Something yeah, that's you play him going to be available next week as well. And 19 and 17. Yeah. And um, then, and then you know, you just, no other yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah, you just leave him in 21. That's the thing. And that's the same as um, Bronson Garlic as well, potentially. So it says here that the Parramatta Eels are awaiting uh, scans to confirm the severity of the neck injury for Hoshin. So it could be not that severe or it could be very severe um, and they're just waiting the the scans to find out. So, yeah. I think if you're looking for a cash out and you got the same problem that I do where you got way too many round 17 buy guys, uh, he could be an option. But that's that's probably the extent of the interest level. Uh, Madison at six? Yeah, hard no. Hard no? Uh, Hard yeah. no right now. I'm I'm looking forward to him going back to playing lock. Yeah, his break even's pretty high, so I, I kind of hope he loses some cash and then maybe buy him in like round nineteen. Yeah, that sounds like a that sounds like a plan. Mm-hmm. Yep, I like it. Good plan, simple and easy to remember. Um, <laughs> Hopgood's good. I don't know if I'd captain him but i don't know if i wouldn't captain him he's fine if you don't have Hines, i think he's fine as a captain option this week and uh, that's probably it yep oh and the mafia boss is back luca moretti luca moretti yeah. uh, this... <laughs> rob i told you to stop distracting us mate. i'm so sorry uh, <laughs> the sea <laughs> the seagulls okay weeks is that fullback for anybody that jumps on him he's been you know a rookie fullback in the team with the halfback missing. Um, he'll he's probably give like you... Tafe without the goals. Yeah. Oh, no, he's been, he's had a better better floor than Blake Taff. Um, apparently I picked his score to the, to the exact point at the pod on the last uh, major buy podcast. So <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to give it another crack and say 31 this week. 31. For KOX. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are, try or no are, try? No, no try. No try. Okay. Th- no. 31 would be his high score of the season. Yeah. 
Yeah, any, we, the sorry. eels are pretty. The eels are pretty depleted. Aspirational thirties. I like. Yeah, an if there was a time 30. where I wanted a, if there was a time where I was expecting a thirty-one out of K a weeks, it would be this week with a depleted eels time. I think this could be like if you were ever going to like bet on the under on a game, this would be the game that I'd bet the under on. I don't know what the line is, but I reckon this could be under thirty total points. Mm. Don't you reckon? Bidding the under is so boring, though. I, I would never do it. Oh, yeah, you can't cheer for a yeah, but it depends how much. Like, what what's an alternate line at twenty nine point five? Ryan, <laughs> you're gonna have to look sad. at this. I don't think that's I can do it fast enough. Yeah, no, that's a sad, that's a sad. That's such a depressing like thing to be betting on too. <laughs> alternate line. <laughs> Minus twenty nine point like twenty nine point five or less total points. Anyway, um, yeah, that's probably it uh, for me and Lee. Uh, Garrick's fine if you want to get him or not get him. Don't expect one hundred and four every week, particularly not with Turbo and DCE out. But you know, if you're going to get him, I assume his break even is in the toilet this week. So it's probably now or never six hundred thirty three k as well with a break even of one. Um, yeah, it's it's probably this week or not at all. And that's probably it. How many is there even any players playing for fantasy this weekend? This has been terrible, isn't it? Yeah, there's Fainu there that some people jumped on last week. Oh, starting, he's starting again, allegedly. Yeah, so to speak, starting. Quote unquote. Yep. Um, last game of the round here, is it? No, is there a Sunday game? Yeah, there is a Sunday game. Never mind. Second last game of the round. Boys, we're, we're running behind here. Uh, Bull is good. Um, Tommy Talao is not good. Uh, outside of that. <laughs> We probably need to spend our time. We talked about the edge back rollers. Get which one you like. If you like one, uh, Bateman's named it 13, which is good for him potentially getting dual. Um, maybe. Depends if the fantasy gods are kind. Uh, Stafford To'a is named at six. six. Uh, Asu Kapoa is an interesting one at the price. If you need a center at that price that isn't available around 17, I assume you don't. Um, we're going to talk about the hookers, boys. Talon De Silva touted that he was going to play hooker this week uh, or week, as in last week, but didn't. Simpkin obviously was there, got lots of fantasy points. Uh, he's very cheap. Uh, he has a low break even of negative one. Um, they're playing Melbourne without their fantasy star. Oh, they were, I guess, their regular football stars, well, some of them. Um, who's your chips on, Rob? Are you putting them on Simpkin or De Silva? Um, so De Silva's 17 years old and has only played two reserve grade games off the bench. I understand. He's a kid. He's a kid, kid, kid. And I think there's good reps on him, um, but I just don't think that he's going to be playing a lot of minutes this year. And I think they're just going to run some kid. But, you know, Benji's pretty aggressive, so maybe maybe he gets a run later in the year. When's um, Appy back? Six weeks or something. Yeah, yeah. at the very I least. I don't know. I think they'll split. I think they'll split. And I think um, it'll be like 50-30-ish Simpkin to Silver until De Silver gets some runs on the board. Seems pretty skinny. He looks pretty skinny, eh? Yeah. I find it funny that the uh, <laughs> the you know 18-year-old rookie hooker is more expensive than Jake Simpkin. <laughs> That is so funny. It's just so dumb that they allowed players to get less than two thirty k. That um, yeah. Camperera thing, eh? When he was trash in the first round, and then 
I think it was a mistake. I don't think they intended to do that. Yeah, and then they just like were like, oh hit, no, it's he two, hit two, lower two than the break even somehow, yeah, and yeah. then and then yeah. <laughs> they lost money. Yeah, I, I I think like so. I'm just looking at Simkin now. His uh, games where he plays at least 50 minutes, uh, 37 points in 62 minutes. I think that's probably a reasonable projection. 35 and 55, something like that. Um, he's a really like he's a great value, nice cash cow. It may even be worth having him and running one short next week just to avoid the, uh, you know, yeah, uh, well, you know, potential gap to, from him to hands. That's that's the uh, question I'm wondering this week is um, because like I've got Ben Dubrovic who's going to be a red dot next week anyway. Um, so like rather than. You know, just straight swap him to Simpkin. I, I think even though he's going to be a red oh, dot yeah, next I'd week. Oh yeah, I do that. Yeah, yeah do it that. just yeah. seems logical. Yeah, you're going to miss like you, if he gets another fifty, you miss out on you know fifty five, sixty k where the price rises there. Mm. So, but also he could get injured and you don't care, and you know then you're stuck with another injured red dot. You spent a trade that gave you nothing. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for planning that in your brain, uh, but that is that's it, it's in the range of outcomes, mate. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. That's all right. I'll just get to silver then. All, all good. Yeah, no, good, good, good plan. I would suggest that for a head-to-head player, it might be worth just waiting to round eighteen. Never Although know. Although he has, uh, yeah, negative one break-even. So, yeah. Yep. It's up to you. Never buy players on a buy, mate. And that includes players who you that includes are, a head to head buy. Head to head buy. That just that just isn't good advice. Yeah. Just marinate on that for a minute, Ryan. We'll come you back shouldn't. to you. Uh, <laughs> um the storm, Nick Meany's good. Uh and um Ellie Cattell is a disappointment. Tarek Sims is named on the edge. Very frustrating. Nelson Asopfield Solomon are named prop with Christian Welch out uh, for being a naughty boy. Uh, fantasy wise, not a huge amount of interest here for anybody uh, that I don't already have. I've got Nick Meany. For those that don't have Nick Meany, you can have Nick Meany if you want. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do we have any strong opinions about the storm here, boys? I'm pretty interested in uh, in Naz at the price. Um, just given the value, I think he could potentially be the. The best or maybe second best mid option is very cheap now at 537k, um, especially mm-hmm. when people are considering like Sorensen, Madison, Nat Butcher. Yeah, is it is it worth spending the extra 170 to 200k? Um, I, I don't know, but yeah, Naz is, is in my plans for the minute, I think. Okay. Would you do, as an overall coach, would you do Ellie to Naz? I'd, yeah, I'd strongly consider that. Yeah, well, like for Lucy's side, she's looking at doing Frizzell to Naz this week to give her a, a second mid. Okay. Well, yeah, that would give me a full 17, assuming I pulled the trigger on one of these hookers this week. Mm. So, yeah. Thoughts thoughts for future later in the podcast. Plenty of questions. Yep. Um, last one here, Sharkies come up, get up against the Doggies. Is that right? Did they just play each other? No, that was the Eels. Never mind. Um, Nico Hines is going to be looking for a revenge score. He will be my captain this week. 
Uh, I don't have any interest in anybody that's not named Nico Hines that's in a Shark jersey. Any thoughts in outside of that, boys? No, I think I think that's it. This is one of the more uh, like least relevant fantasy teams, isn't it? Yep. Um, if you don't of, have a lot of hate for uh, Jesse Ramian, that's all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't have Nicara, um, you can get him if you want. But yeah, Bateman's probably better. Uh, for the Bulldogs, uh, yeah, they are a team. Uh, Braden Burns named on the wing is fun. Um, Chris Patolo, if you're looking for a edge this week, is an interesting option. That's yeah, that's it. Maybe. Would you would you buy Pangai? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. <laughs> yeah, I think he's just slightly too expensive. I did have a look at him. Um, admittedly, yeah. do you know? Uh, just a, a moment for uh, Jacob Preston, who got sixty-five last week in a loss, yeah. which was a very good score. He's up to seven hundred k, and he's I've... doing a lot of good things. If I'd have known he was a converted half, I would have kept him. Yeah, he's just so busy, eh? He's just really good to watch. Like, yeah, he's a good player. Yeah, love it. Love it. Good good stuff, boys. Short, little, sharp, shiny, 60-minute pre-questions. Uh, I'm assuming this is going to be vast questions, so hardly any questions. Let's go. All right, you ready? No, let's but get... let's do it anyway. Okay, all right. Um, Mark Reed wants to know, what do you do with uh, Jeremy Marshall King? Sell. Sell? Is he injured? Yes. Yeah. He redid well, he his uh, AC the, joint. Yeah, he got ruled out with the AC joint injury in fifteen, or in fourteen, and then you know reaggravated it here. Um, yeah, he's a sell. I'd I'd even look at like Turpin or all the way down to a a Simkin type player. It's fine. We didn't yeah. talk about Turpin. He's only got three weeks left, three games left. Would you still buy him? Oh, I, I'm strongly considering about... buying him this week. Yeah, let's front yeah. flip this because I think there's going to yeah. be a lot of questions. Uh, okay, I, I'm. I'm. So, so here's the, here's the thought, right? right? Okay, let's say you own like Harry Grant or Reese Robson or Damien Cook, one of those guys, and and um, oh mate, Turpin, or don't Turpin. have Turpin, right? Yeah, you, know, you bring Turpin in. He's going to play all the way through to round nineteen, and then you know realistically, you can then look to move him on to uh you know, him and Jacob Little might be the same price by that time or, or close to it. I mean, who's the hookers that are going to be available in round 19 if Damien Cook's not? Tanner Boyd. Tanner Boyd, yeah. Yeah, that's it's him, really. And, I mean, Turbin could be, you know, closing in on Tanner Boyd's price by then or if you even are interested in that. But also Simkin's going to be there. Yeah. I guess the question for me is what's more valuable to you, a number in 17 or 19, as to whether you went for a Simkin or or Turpin, noting that the timeline for Simkin and the margin area is a lot bigger now. Yeah. Well, I mean, assuming, let's say Turpin scores, say, 45 over the next three weeks, that's about 130K mm-hmm. from here. So, you know, it's borderline whether he's a buy or not. Um, and, and Simkin's, what, 200, 213K cheaper? So, yeah, like it's a big price difference too and, and you're going to have Simkin for longer versus Turpin. You know he's going to be a trade more than likely once Brandon Smith's back. So, yeah, yeah it, it is tough. It, it probably does come down to round 17, doesn't it? Yeah, if you got it, if you got enough, you can get around it. Like even me, like I'm looking at – like if I go Simkin, it just means that I, I'm missing five, but 
like the difference is Paul Alamotti's score or something like that, which like it doesn't, you know, it might be a 20, like, you know, that's not going to tip your season. So yeah, it's, it's, it's worth sort of having a look at. Yep. Uh, Rob, Wade wants to know, is Tarpany to Naz sideways? Um, Tarpany, how did he go last week? Pretty disappointing. Bad, bad, bad. Yeah, that's right. Um, 40 and 67 minutes. 62 minutes. The same thing. Um, uh, it's probably sideways, isn't it? Yeah, well, Tarpany's going to play round 19 and 17. I guess Naz is going to play round 17 too. Um, but then Tarpany's also going to miss, what, round 20. So this is like Naz has only got one buy left in round 19. So I guess it might depend on how many round 19 mids you've already got. Mm. I think people round- are generally okay for 19 mids. Like, yeah, it's easier to got, fill. Oh, too, Corey, too, too many. Too many. Corey, yeah. Tohu, DeBellin already, and Hopgood. Hop, Hopgood. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I think yes is the answer to your question, but is he a trade Tuppany? Is probably the what? better question. And uh, I, I would be that's probably no. fine with trading him. No, the but, answer's no. He's not a trade. No, he's not. He's not. If you've hold him, held him this long, which you probably have, or you've brought him back, um, I would just keep him. Like, it was just a bad game. Like, Warriors are an absolute juggernaut. Like, you know, you can't yeah. expect someone to show up against 100%. the Warriors, mate. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, who was good somehow. Keeping it on the Naz train, Mark, would you do Nicarima to Naz? Oh, mate. If you told me I could do Nicarima to Naz. For 10K? For 10k, yeah, I was up, thinking about doing up. this exact trade. Is that the the only problem? Is that Nicarima's been far better than Naz this season? <laughs> but yes, yes, is the answer to the question. I think. And uh, he also wants to know: Is it worth doing Tedesco to Nico Hines? Oh, oh no! I don't know if I'd be selling Teddy. Yeah, it's quite a fun trade, though. Yeah, no, I, 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 I'm not sure I can advocate selling Teddy. I think you can do better. Mm. I, All right. Go on, Rob. No, 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 no. I, I agree with Mark. I think that's a bad trade. Okay. Um, all right, Rob. Uh, Rev wants to know, is Bronson Garlic a shout as a cash out? Uh, so this is the other one, Mark, other than hands. Um, because he's starting nine for Harry Grant. Yeah. He's, he's mid-eligible. Week. He's the, poten- mid-eligible. the potential, like, oh, that, that actually does make a difference, though, doesn't it? Yeah, so he's mid-eligible and hooker-eligible, which I think some people have issues with because of Robson and Cook. Um, Play 16 and 19. So I think it's a fine cash-out, and he covers mid as well. Yeah, the the only – like, he is a very good cash-out, and any other year I think he'd be the best cash-out. The only real problem is, like, does he play next week? So, like, he could be a red dot next week, and it's going to be tough to fill round 17. Like, that's the only thing that would hold me up. Yeah, I has think he not? Has he not like played the large majority of games this year, though? He didn't play last week. No. Tyron Wishart came in for him. I think uh, he's a pure cash out. Like he's played. Yeah, although. Yeah, he played like one through eight, and then ten, eleven, twelve, fourteen, yeah. <laughs> and then hasn't played. They had a buy in nine. Yeah. Yep. yep. So yeah, he's played most of the games. Do you reckon like maybe he just minutes? was carrying a niggle or something last week, and that's why? Well, maybe. Yeah, maybe they gave him a week off because they knew they were going to need him for this week. Maybe that was it. 
but yeah, you have to it's think like you a, can't be that tired after playing twenty game twenty minutes a week, Max. No, but you don't want like you if you're gonna you're gonna be leaning on him to be playing sixty five minutes this week. You probably don't mm. want to be risking him when you don't need to. I suppose for the week before. Yeah. Not to mention he's named after a very delicious food, which is always the deciding, <laughs> you know, factor for me. Yeah, it's got K like, on no, the end though. I Just, like garlic. I like garlic. Yeah, we all do, mate. Yeah, I think yeah, uh, I get it. I think Bronson might actually be a bit better than Hands. Yeah, is there? there I was gonna. That's what I was gonna say. Is there an argument to be made that he's better by than Hands? Yeah. So that was the, that was our question. I think is is the are those those two are the clear kind of cash out options? Well, no, the cash out is Simkin. Yeah, but Simkin is only hooker, whereas Hands is half hooker and. Simpkins mid hooker. Garlic. Yeah. Garlic. <laughs> I'm gonna call him Bronson. Bronson. Go, let's call him let's call him onion. Yeah. I think that'll help us to remember by calling um, him something. So what was the different. question? <laughs> is garlic a shout? <laughs> garlic a shout. The answer's yes, isn't it? Yeah. The, the answer's yes. Yeah. Yeah. Garlic. Garlic. I think, I think, like if you can spare it next week, which I think most people are not going to have 17 next week, let's be honest, um, mm. then I think it's fine, especially for like mid-cover as well. Mm. Yeah. All right. Um, well, we had our uh, our fight night earlier in the show, but now it's time for the main event because Dale asks, who would win, Ryan, who would win in a fight? The reigning champion, Jackson Ford, by default, I should add, you know, by forfeit, uh, up against... Two sweetest words in the English language. Exactly. Up against Jared Warrior Hargraves. Big, big Jared. Now, this one's tough, though, because he, he, he does, does Jared come equipped with his, with his weapon? Like, does he come with a water bottle so that he, you know, he can spray Jackson Ford like he did Spencer Lenu? Because <laughs> <laughs> if he, yeah, no, I, I reckon uh, Jared Warrior Hargraves is going to win this one because he's going to spray the water in uh, Jackson Ford's eyes. He's going to blind him for a bit, and then he's going to come swinging. So, yeah, no, Jared Maria Hargraves here. He's going to fight dirty. It's a bit of a street fight, but he's, he's going to win. What do you reckon, boys? No, I like it. I like you Jared. Like I, think, I think Jared's actually – he's uh, several weight divisions above Jackson Ford. He is. He's, he's going to be tough to bring down, I reckon, in the, uh, in the stakes moving forward. Um, but, Mark? Sorry, I just yeah. want to – sorry, I want to interject here because I've just seen – I've just uh, gotten distracted on Twitter for a second and I've – I found something giggle worthy and I, I want to share it with the listeners before we get too deep into the questions. So the, uh, the NRL physios copping some, uh, some, some flack on Twitter at the moment for uh, <laughs> posting uh, New South Wales mind games by uh, commenting on the uh, injuries up to Latrell Mitchell, Cameron Murray and Liam Martin and their lack of ability to train as a, uh, you know, Queensland tactic that's been adopted by New South Wales with the thought that uh, New South, that the NRL physio uh, may actually be a New South Wales sleeper agent. <laughs> this is, yeah, you know. I, I see that, yeah. <laughs> I thought this page used to be post-real injury updates. Somehow you've been paid by New South Wales to broadcast their mind games. <laughs> Oh, I'm just I just had to laugh at it because it's so like oh, he like if you knew the NRL physio, he's like the biggest passionate Queensland fan ever. There's no amount of money that you could pay Brian to like post New South Wales mind games. 
<laughs> he would die on the field at Redcliffe rather than do that. He's a good man. Good man, Brian. Good. Passionate Queenslander. Play on. Sorry, keep going with the questions. Um, Mark, Steve-O just wants to know, uh, he says he hopes he took the jersey bet with TK on uh, Sean Johnson versus Sam Walker. What's, oh, what's my God. There? No, TK doesn't reply, mate, because he doesn't listen to the podcast because he's he's not one of the boys. No. I'll listen to every single one of his podcasts. He doesn't listen to ours because he's a dog. <laughs> and he, he won't even hear me call him a dog because he doesn't listen to this one. Well, he, actually, he doesn't know you want to fight him. <laughs> Yeah, well, actually, it was either him, either that, or I'd fight Brenton Vickery, who keeps talk, calling me out on social media for being in front of me, and then trying to lie to people and say that he beat me at golf when he didn't. But wasn't that what um, golf? a golf simulator? Oh yeah, it was. It was close to real golf, sort of. Not really. Actually, it was terrible. The whole thing was just a chamozzle. But yeah, oh mate, I don't know if you have you guys have you ever played? I don't know Ryan, you played similar golf because because you were at my uh, my bucks. We did it. Rob, have you Didn't ever tried well. a golf simulator? Golf simulator. I haven't, but one of my good friends has just started a job at one, and I'm yeah. dead keen to give it a go. Can I tell you, if you are just there for the driving contest and or the like wedge, you know, uh, like the the fairway game, it's great. As soon as it gets to the putting, it's just an absolute shit show. And like that one that Ryan, the one that we went to in Townsville, X Golf or whatever it was called, mm. was like a thousand times better than the one that I went to down here. Oh no! Oh, it was just dreadful. And I reckon this guy intentionally picked the hardest course in the in the repertoire because it was just like it was like we were playing on the side of the Andes Mountains. It was just it was <laughs> dreadful. So, um, <laughs> but um. How does this relate to the uh, question that we got asked? The the jersey bet with TK? Yeah. <laughs> See, <that's... laughs> I love how you had to ask. <laughs> that's because you distracted me, Rob. Yes, so um, golf. Yeah, no, so yes. In answer to the question, uh, TK, I want my jersey. <laughs> You've got to find him for wanna, it, like you said at the start got, of the if, podcast. Yeah, if you guys want to give him the timestamps of like 45 seconds in when I said I want to fight him and then 75 minutes in when I said I want to want my jersey and then go back and find the jersey bet, um, you know, from the – I think it's the Waz. It'd have to be the Waz preseason podcast. If you want to, if you guys all want to just simultaneously, everybody, like we'll just mobilize the amateurs. Every single person just start messaging him with uh, – things to go on and, and listen to like these specific segments of the pod where I'm just trash talking him <laughs> and telling him I, I want my jersey, then that would be much appreciated. God. Anyway, um, back to fantasy, <laughs> shall we? No, classic. We'll see what happens. We, we are the fantasy I believe, after all. I, be, I believe in you. I believe in you. Mobilize. Uh, <laughs> Rob. Mate, I'll talk to you because uh, you derail the podcast less. Um, Ashton wants to know, he's got Lukey, Preston, and Papali'i. Is Lukey a sell? Um, oh, because you can only play two, right? Mm. Oh, I think I think he is, right? He's the like, but, well, but would you sell him? Well, he'd be, be pretty valuable next week, wouldn't he? Because you're going to lose Preston and Papali'i next week. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's a problem. Um, I think I, I don't think I'd sell him. Um, break even thirty five. Um, nah, I think just just cop it. Can you loop them? Perhaps maybe that's the that's the answer. Yeah. It's, it's annoying. Do we sell, do we sell Preston or Ipat? Right, 
Mm, I don't think you can. Both mm. I think they're both keepers. Here's the lesson the here from whoever asked this question. Who asked the question? Ashton. Ashton. You got a plan for your buys better, brother. So you yeah, this was questions. a this was an avoidable. Well, I think actually, <laughs> to be fair, because I have the same issue with Preston. Well, I don't have this issue, but I have the issue where I never sold Preston, but he kind of became a keeper out of nowhere, you know. And you possibly didn't anticipate him being a keeper. Um, and then you went on and bought. I think so. I think he's like top five in his position. Is he just a keeper right now? Like, is he in a purple patch? He might be in a purple patch, but like you want him this week, I think, <laughs> over Lukey or and I. Well, yeah. You can sell him. It's fine. But like, who are you getting for Preston? And are they not yeah. going to score? I think. Like, you need a catch probably, out or get a out and out keeper, and you want to get a like a different position, right? You, and well, who else you, are you yeah. getting? Well, you want to hang on to him, I think, until Fafita, until after Origin, and you just get David Fafita. Yeah, it's hard. There's, these sorts of questions is the hardest one because you're like, yeah, I've got three guys that are doing pretty good. You, obviously, you're best to try and do like a loophole of some description if you're choosing not to make the trade because trades are so valuable, and like you know, like as we've seen. Your trade might get, you know, 27 like James Harris or eight like Ellie Katoa. And then, you know, you're sitting there going, why the hell did I sell this bloke that's getting 60 every week? So, you know, you really got to make sure that what you're doing is, is, you know, an obvious upgrade. And the problem with this particular week is outside of like the wing fullback position and Nico Hines, it's just a dumpster fire. So, you know, if there was ever a week to just roll with nine guys and just make it up later, this is the week. Yeah, I'm guaranteed that whatever one you sell, one of the other two gets hurt as well, you know? Like, yeah. And then it's just oh, it's just a shame. Or get suspended or something. Like, if, yeah, 17 is just as hard as 16, so I think I would not be doing a short-sighted trade like that. If I was going to sell one of those three this week, I think it would be Lukey, but I wouldn't be happy about it. Yeah, I'd I'd probably prefer to hold just because Lukey's going to be valuable next week when yep. you've got those mm-hmm. two on a buy. 100%. Um, well, okay, well, let's keep it rolling with the Lukey here. Cohen, he hasn't given me any other details, but he says uh, Lukey and Robson to Madison and Turpin. I think this might be Cohen Hess. <laughs> Ditching his teammates. <laughs> I would be just like doing the... Do we do just do the Robson to Turpin leg and then because Turpin's going to play? Needs a mid no, no, see, maybe. But like, and here's the other problem: is like you know you got Robson who is a keeper rest of the season, but you know he's going to miss three games, no, two games, sixteen, nineteen, twenty-three. It's like Somewhere. twenty-five or something, isn't it? Quite late, isn't it? In the head-to-head finals. <sighs> Yeah, because he's already 20, missed the one now. Twenty-four. Yeah, so 24. the problem the problem is even to go Robson to Turpin, you're then spending two trades: one to get Robson out, and then another one, like one to get Turpin in, and then another one to get him out when he's out of the team. So, like versus Robson, who's a hold the whole way through. So you sort of want to keep him, but then who was the other? It was another cowboy, wasn't it? Luke Loki. 
Loki out and like Madison in. Like, oh, like why are you Madison trading a green high? dot though? Yeah, this that's week. A du- that yeah, just seemed no. crazy to me. Yep. Go back to the start, I reckon. Don't you reckon? Yep. Start yeah. again. I'm assuming the reason he's trading Luki is for the same reason as the other as Ashton is that he's got two edges already. Yeah, but then you know you have to look further than one week mm. ahead. I think this year. Mm. Yes, correct. Thanks. And also, when you do that, your plans will fail. Mm-hmm. But like Moses they'll be getting better. Origin. They'll, they'll be better than not having a plan. Yeah, I think, well, sometimes not having a plan is better, but <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Um, Rob, Lockie here. He wants to do Sele and Ben Trevojevic to Naz and Jake Simpkin. Good moves. Yeah. Sounds good to yeah. me. Yep. Uh, Mark, a friend of the show here, Pickering. He wants to do Ockenbord to Simpkin. He's got Cook and Robson already. Yes. Yeah. You like that? Yeah. Okay. Um, Rob, Charles wants to do Robson or Sele to Turpin. <sighs> so this is the Robson question. Um, is Robson a sell? I'm personal. Well, right, Lucy is personally probably going to hang on to him just because, like, Jake Simpkin is just mm-hmm. such an easy swap for Benjamin Royvik. Just plug in yeah. straight in. I think yeah, if you have anything. cover in. 16 and 19, he's a hold, personally. Um, and you Nin- can get 19 cover... is so far away. Yeah, and you can get cover in 16 and 19 pretty easily. Like With 16, Simkin. you just get Simkin or Turpin or... Mm. That's probably it, one of those two. And then 19, like, like Boyd or... The, pro- the problem with trading Robson, right, and, and like is that most people need either one centre or a mid and... I don't really want to trade Robson to a centre and all of the mids uh, other than Hopgood are below average and probably aren't keepers. So, like, yeah. if I can plug in Jake Simpkin for a week, like, what's real? what am I gaining by training Robson to, you know, Sorensen? You know what I mean? Like, mm. it just it doesn't seem like I'm gaining mm. much there long term. It's like getting That's- a suboptimal player just for buy planning. And- yeah. I can... I can tell you from the uh, the chairman and CEO of the I own James Fisher Harris Club that that is not a good solution. Of by the way. of the suboptimal players for buy management um, yes. committee. Can I tell you, I'm really happy to have the green dot this week, and I'm less angry at him because he's a green dot. But yeah, but he hasn't I'm played sorry. yet. <laughs> but I'm well, Rob. Why did you say that, mate? You just upset me. Now. Yeah. Okay. Well, upset me. Well, while Mark's upset, uh, CJ here, he wants to stick the boot into you, mate. He says, Mark, it's mid-season. Rank your regrets. Um, and he's got he's listed four here for you, mate. You don't have to go oh, looking for no. your regrets. He's, oh, he's, he's, he's tracked it. Yeah, don't yeah, worry. Right, okay. yeah, Do not worry, good. mate. CJ's got you covered. He's been following. on your grave. Okay, yep. great. I he's, love that. I love that. Thank been, you so much. He's been following all your crap decisions, mate. He wants to know, rank your regrets. Buying fisher Harish. Buying Fisher Harris, selling Pre- Harris, selling Preston, Harish. not not buying Felt, or picking up Katoa for a second time. Oh my! He's got God. you really good here. <laughs> yeah, no. All right, buying Fisher Harris is number one with a bullet, and it's not even close. Because <laughs> I've he's been in my seventeen every week, which has made it so much worse. Um, Ellie Katoa is third. 
only because he he got poked in the eye. That's not his. That fault. was just that was good process and bad result. Yeah, just bad luck. Good yeah. process, bad result. Yeah. What was the middle one? Pre- selling Preston. Selling Preston and not buying felt were the other two. Okay. Um, not buying felt. I wish I had gone felt instead of KO weeks. But then, like, I would have been really angry last week. When he got dropped. Um, like, as in round 14. Um, and and I would have been swearing and I would have sold him then anyway, maybe. And then I wouldn't, but then I would have had him. You now, no, I probably would have held him actually. No, I think, I think it's, I think it is, um, James Fisher Harris comfortably number one. Uh, not buying Cole Felt number two, uh, selling Preston three and Elliot Tall four, even though I'm angry about it right now because I'm going to spend another trade selling him this week. Well, okay, well, that's a good segue because Dom wants to know, what do you do with Eli Katoa? Yeah, sell. <laughs> sell him. Like the mother he is. No, that's right. Beep! No. Are you selling him, Mike? I think so. Okay. Well, I don't know how long is he out for. And, like, the whole reason why I own him is for this week. This is the only week that I really wanted him for. Yeah, Physio gave just said, like, eye issues are notoriously, like, you know, it could be one week, yeah. it could be anything. Yeah. So. Well, he, okay. Here's a question for you guys. I got 350k in the ca- in the bank, and I got Ellie Katoa. Do I trade him to Madison and just suck up a potential poor score for a um, you know, a guy who I know is a keeper? Well, okay. Well, my I don't know. I, I'm wondering with Madison, what are his long term prospects when you've got like Paulo, Hopgood, Campbell, Gillard, Lane's back into the side. They've got Joe off and Gowie now. Um. Like, what's his long-term projection here? Is he just a... 50 minutes Fifty minutes for 50 points. Yeah, well, that, that's my thing. Like, is he even going to... But that's the, best, that's the best option I got this year, really. Like... This year? Who's, who's, like, who's better? Like, it, like right now, for this week, like, John Bateman, but then I, I... Like, I've got seven... I've got six guys in a buy next week if I get Bateman. Well, that's that's why I'm um, looking at, at at Naz because he's like 200k cheaper. I know he's not a keeper, but he can make me potentially 100k from here. Versus the other guys could you know, go nowhere or go backwards in price for similar scoring. Yeah, but then that leads you to: Do you get Scott? Do you get Scott Sorensen? This I think is or, or like Hamole, Hamole, like he, he's obviously not playing Origin. Is he uh you know uh, like a just like a pod? Dude, he's only going to miss 19, which is the same as um, Ellie. Um, Cows, he's got eels, depleted eels, storm at full strength, roosters who are not really a juggernaut at all. Cowboys, but then sharks, dragons, roosters again, plays the Panthers, which is not ideal. But then he's got Waz, Bulldogs, Tigers through the finals. Like, is he is he an option? You know, like... Like there's just it's all crap this week. It's just it's just a dumpster fire. That's why I'm going for the cheapest option. <laughs> yeah, but but Hamole at least might be like a good 18th man. Nass is guaranteed to be two trades. That's true. I mean, well, I guess like because Lucy's side's in the luxury where she's still got 12 left before doing anything this week. So it's yeah, sick. I do not have that luxury. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't think I'd trade Katoa this week. But I know that you need to because you want to. Why, why, why are you put, doing that to me? <laughs> I just think you know what's think- you know what's funny. I had all these like edge, like edge center, jewel, like you know. I had 
Lemuelu and Bird yeah. and all these guys. Like, and none of them are available on the one week I need them, which is just I to know. plug them up. Super could annoying. Always, uh, could always so cash out to Jamin Salmon, 220K edge. No, thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Uh, Rob, Andy wants to know, he's got eight playing this week. Is it worth moving Cody Nicarima to Kalen Ponga? Uh, yes, I think so. I think that's a good trade. Yep. All right. Hang Could we flag something? Chris, yeah. Chris Patolo. He's not available. Yeah. Next week. He's another, he's another red dot next week. Hmm. It's the only issue. Uh, with him. Yeah, really? And why is he not yeah, mid eligible? So you, you need an edge mark. Is that your issue? Yeah. That's the position. Oh no, I can do a mid or an edge. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. How okay. No, no, thanks. <laughs> oh, it's Wade Graham. <laughs> All right. Um, you know what? Let's just let's just uh, get into the most popular questions here. So Ben, Chris, Ollie, Darren, they all bought Moses last week. Um, would you yeah. do Moses to Hines? Is Moses a hold? Or is it better? One of them wants to ask, is it better to go Tarpany to Hines? Boys, what, what are you thinking about Mitch Moses? Would you sell him, hold him to Hines? What are you doing? Um, I think Moses to Hines in a vacuum is fine um, because Moses is missing 18, Four weeks. 18 19. And, and 27. 27, yep. And Hines is missing just 17. 17. And that's it. So, yeah, I think in a vacuum, yes. But, like, it depends – yeah, and you probably got Moses for them to play this week in your halves, and then um, he can't play. So, yeah, that's fine. I'm okay with that. Um, Tarpane, just keep him. Just trade Moses to Heinz. Just suck it up. You got it wrong. I also got it wrong. So you're not the only one. Yeah, well, I guess, like, because there's an argument to be made, like, are you better off just waiting till round 18 to – Go Moses to Heinz because like Heinz is going to miss next week. Moses is going to miss this week. Um, I don't know. Like his, yeah. I've also thought about that. Like if New South Wales lose and Freddie is the biggest fan of letting players play one game and then dropping them forever, um, could like Heinz play game three if they lose? He could. He certainly could. It could be Freddie's last name. <laughs> like, I th- there's like there's like ten to twelve players that Freddie has picked to play one game, and never again. <laughs> the little cat. Um, yeah, <laughs> that was the good timing knows. too. She's <laughs> like straight, perfect timing. She like she just like literally walked in the room, went, oh, and then left. <laughs> yeah. It's the it's the Freddy it's the Freddy Galaxy Brain cat, um, yeah you know so yeah maybe that's a good option that I hadn't thought about yet. I, I don't think I'm going to trade Moses this week because I I have Ponga who I can move to half. But you really want to see what happens this week? I think with Moses. Yeah, I think that's right. I think that's right. When they, by, when they when they lose by when they when they lose by forty, it's going to be Moses' fault. Shuffle it again for round three. All right, uh, Lockie, he wants to know, for head-to-head, is Turbo a buy for the run home? Um, uh, not this week. Yeah, well, obviously not this week, but, uh, I mean, he probably is. I just don't know if I'd want to be buying him until Origin's over. 
But it might be too expensive by then. I don't know. He's been very good the past two weeks. He has. Past two yeah, games, Manly's, anyway. Manly's back. Mm. Okay. Um, all right. Next question, Rob. Jason, Tom, Danny, they want to know, is Robson a hold or is it worth keeping Robson now that he's single-handedly going to save the Blues? I think we talked about this, didn't we? Um, if you have cover in 16 and 19, I think he's a hold. They also miss 24. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you don't, I think there's a, there's an argument to trade him, but who are you trading him to, I think, is the question. There's no... There's no other real keepers to buy, unless you like don't have Heinz, maybe. Um, but I don't think there's anyone else that I'd be like advocating to buy as a keeper this week. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of Heinz, so Lachlan, Alex, Baden, they all want to know if you already have four on a buy in round seventeen, is it worth buying Heinz this week? If you've already got two halves to fill, um, you know, to, to fill those two positions this week, like say you've got. Uh, Oluwapu Ponga and, and Oluwapu. Yeah, yeah, Ponga and Oluwapu, for example. Like, is it worth just waiting, like waiting until round eighteen to to get Heinz, even though he is probably the best captaincy option? I think that's what I'll be doing, and it's going to be really tough. Like, not captaining him last week was also very tough. Um, but he is human, Heinz. Like, he showed us last week that he can. Well, he he's good. Like, he's going to get you a great score. But yeah, I think Hopgood is going to do okay. And I think it's just one week of sucking yeah. it up. But also you can buy him if you want. I got no issues with anyone buying Heinz. He's the best. Um, sure. Yeah. Uh, Morgan wants to know Ockenbore or Robson to Turpin. Well, I think in a vacuum, the answer is obviously Ockenbore, but, you know, like, do you need a wing fullback green dot this week? I don't know. Um, but if you don't, then the answer is easily Ockenbore for sure. Um, all right. So Mark, Sam here, he needs a hooker and a centre. He's uh, trading out Robson and Nicarima. Um, he's got no cash in the bank. What are you doing? Um, How much cash is that? Zero. He's got, well, those two combined, I guess, would be what? Uh, Robson 1. is. Three, just 1.2 and a bit. Assuming that you got Manu, I think my my like first reaction is to go like super cheap on both and then use the money to upgrade elsewhere next week. Um, if you want to keep like, a center, I don't hate Penasini. Okay, yeah. go on. Uh, or, uh, oh no, center. R- Ramian is not the one. No. Yeah. What about Asu Kapoa? Yeah. As a, like a cover 18, you know, cash out cover option. I like Kapoa. Yeah. 275k back at center now. Yep. Um, he scores. 30s at center, um, yep. which I'll do. And then and then you just, yeah, just like load up. And then just week. get Simpkin or uh, Turpin. Yeah, I think. Cool. Um, well, Nathan says he just bought Moses. Do, do I trade him or do I just run Hines and Oluwapu? I think the answer is run Hines and Oluwapu. Just hang on to Moses. Uh, yep. Okay, Mark, um, both Cody and Mick, they, they, they're cursing you, mate. They said... Uh, they brought in. Uh, they're both amateurs faithful. They brought in uh, Xavier Coates for round sixteen wing fullback, and then Mark's jinx. Oh <laughs> no! He was another one in the two good club. Yeah, another one. He got all. He got all his tries in one go. Mate, the, the sharks were so it. bad. Even even the bomb to Coates worked on the weekend. Like that's... <laughs> oh man, the bomb! He's got thirty five and thirty six since I told everyone to buy him. <laughs> and now he's got Origin. 
Billy seen Billy oh, listens to the good. podcast. He's too good. That's um, so that funny. That's that so just, funny. Can we just take a moment to appreciate how good of a like call that was on the try regression? He's got three tries in two weeks. Oh, oh, we, we talked about it a lot. It was yeah. It was. It just made sense. It's yeah, like Paul Felton, oh, and Edric Lee last year. You know they say Queenslanders just get fantasy, mate. <laughs> they just get they just get footy, eh? Exactly. Yeah, they get it. Um, no, in all seriousness, I mean, is this the time when we have a look at? I mean, Semi Valame or someone like that, but probably not. No, you probably just need to suck a red dot for this week, boys. Sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm too good. I'm too good at my job. That he got picked for Origin, stop, he was that good. We need to stop picking fantasy guys, eh? It, I mean, Origin guys, it's just too hard. Oh, mate, I, 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 there was never a world where I considered that Xavier Coates was going to play Origin, but, you know, imagine the yeah. Sharks being so bad that they made Xavier Cooks look so Xavier Coates look so good under the bomb that Billy picked him. <laughs> um, all right, uh, let's talk captains, boys. Rob, um, so Mick wants to know the best captain if you don't have Hines, and uh, Aware Wolfie wants to know the best spicy captaincy options with stats to back them. So, I mean, who, who's the best captain and who's if you don't have Hines, and who's the best spicy option, Rob? That's a, that's a fun one. Um, I think Hopgood is the best non-spicy option. Mm. He's a straight um, bat option, isn't he? He is the straight bat option. Uh, otherwise, spicy is John Bateman, um, Papali'i, Nakura. It's Manu. Maybe. It's Joseph Manu. Manu um, is the spiciest, or Ponga. Yeah, Manu, Ponga, I think, are the... Like, the ceiling, they're the ceiling options, aren't they? Yeah, if you're really chasing it. Like, um, Manu, in his 70-plus minute games of fullback, he's played, what, about 10 or so, yeah, he averages 57, and that's like adjusting for new stats. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a couple of... Yeah. Uh, ba- Bateman's not spicy, mate. Bateman's a straight bad option this week. Bateman's pretty fun, though. Like, No, but could... in terms of like floor and ceiling, he's a straight bad option. Yeah, he is. He probably is similar to Hopgood, I suppose. Mm. Yeah, Manu's, Manu and Ponga are definitely the ceiling options, I think. Like, both are capable of 100. Um, uh, Julius wants to know, how are the boys doing? Rob, how are you doing, mate? Uh, I just did dumb trades last week, chasing Moses, um, which I'm angry about. I should have just got Heinz. But, you know, you never know what Freddie's going to do. Putting yourself in Freddie's brain is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm coming 422nd, and I've got 11 trades left. Uh, that's that's me at the moment. I've got ten playing this week, um, but I'm going to trade Nikarima to a uh, to a hooker, so I'll have eleven. That's me. Yep. Mark, how you doing, um, man? I'm at four ninety nine overall. Um, big slip this week with my Eli Katoa, James Fisher, Harris, Paul Alamotti combining for fifty eight points. Um, escapades. But, um, yeah, I got 350K in the bank post one trade of uh, weeks to Simpkin because I now have one too many half and wing fullback options with Heinz being available. Um, yeah, so I'm kicking along. I'll, I've got 12 with Ellie Katoa being the red dot that I may or may not trade. I'm not sure yet, but I'll see how we go. Very good. Um, I'm not doing good. I, I copped my first loss in the Hurt Locker last week. 
under, the loss I had to have, mate, the, the undefeated streak came to an end. I was 13-0. and 0 and, uh, I just want to talk about um, Chappie's trade, which he, he messaged me about like an hour before, and he's like, should I trade Reed Marnie to Harry Grant? <laughs> and I was like, mate, like, don't even think about that. That's an yes. incredible trade. Um, and yeah. then Harry Grant just like absolutely lights out, obviously. Smashed. Like 93 yeah. or whatever. Um, and yeah, because Ryan, you did quite well last week, right? Like, yeah, 1,028. Yeah, which is a good score. Chappie just absolutely killed it. So Yeah, I think he got 1,100 last week, the team that yeah. beat me. Yeah. That's what it takes to knock me off, mate, someone scoring 1,100. I'm in yeah, the top eight now, yeah. I think, in the, in the Hurt Locker, but I'm, not, I'm still not feeling good about it. There was eight. There was eight top eight guys that scored over a thousand in the Hurt Locker last week. Jeez, such a tough league. It is an yeah. insane league. Eh? Well, for some, anyway. I, I, I scored nine hundred and eighty-eight. I mean, Tiffany scored nine hundred and eighty-eight, and just got belted. <laughs> um, all right, uh, Mark Darren wants to know: Is Matter and Avoid at five eight? Uh, yeah, I think so. Although I'm, you know, I I looked at him for half a second before, but I think yes is the answer to the question. Yeah, I, I, it really lowers his. I don't know, like it, it lowers his floor quite a bit, doesn't it? And he's got quite a high break, even. Yes, yeah, uh, seventy-two, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. Let I me have I'd a look, and I'll tell you. Down. I'll tell you what he averages in the halves. All right. I'd rather get him than nineteen. Great. Okay, well, uh, while Mark's looking at that, Rob, um, is Crossland a sell? James wants to know. Um, he's playing oh, hooker God. this week. I need to have a look at his. He didn't do well last right. week, I don't think. While 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 we're kicking along, uh, Ryan mm-hmm. Madison has eleven games in the halves in first grade, average under forty. Yeah. Um, and a that high checks. score of fifty, high score of fifty five, low score of twenty two. And he hasn't played there since twenty nineteen. Yeah. Yep. The thing is with the Eels team list as well is that there's really no one else that can play five eight. Like maybe. Cartwright, but no one else. Like they don't have any other edge uh, halves. It's almost like they should have kept Jake Arthur. But they also could have like played Mitch Rain at hooker. Well, no, they could have played Hands because Hands is a half allegedly. But then, then they'd need a hooker, and and if only they, if only they had a guy that was perfectly capable of playing eighty minutes at hooker. I wonder if Mitchell Rain is hurt. Is he not in the top eighty? Top thirty. Top thirty. Well, it yeah, doesn't matter because I mean. after round, what, like 12 or something, it doesn't matter if you're not in their top 30. He must be it because they just don't have anyone else. Like, yeah, I don't know. Mm. Anyway, Crosslander Cell, uh, his break-even is 33. He's playing this week, though. And he's so a hooker. Just, just play it. Like, unless you can't play him for, uh, yeah. for whatever reason. I, I just looked yeah, at that. I still probably wouldn't sell him. I just looked at Mitch Rain's stats. He hasn't played since around seven in New South Wales Cup, so maybe that's it. Yeah, he must be hit. Must be hit. Yeah. Um, all right. And uh, James also wants to know, he's doing Burbo to Simpkin, which I think is fine. And then he's looking at doing Jackson Ford to Nicara, Maddo, or Sorensen. So line through Maddo, Nicara, or Sorensen, Rob. Who are you doing? Um, I think I would prefer Nicara as a keeper. Mm. Um, but if you need a mid, that's probably Sorensen. Sorry, Mark, are we keeping you up, mate? You are. I thought I'd do that quietly. <laughs> that's real loud. Oh, okay. That's because I have my headphones on. I can't hear. Oh, dear. Just mute yourself, right. mate. Oh. 
<laughs> All right. Okay. Let's uh, rip through it before Mark falls asleep. It's, it's, I was going to say it's, pro- it's probably just Rob delaying the podcast and just getting us off track so much is making me tired. Okay. Uh, Ro- uh, Mark. Ro- uh, <laughs> Mark. All right. Charlie here. He owns Cook and Robs and he's getting Turpin in. Which would you sell of the two? And is it worth holding Totola and Nicarima? So I guess would you sell one of those hookers or would you just sell Totola or Nicarima? No, I just sell Nicarima for Turpin. Perfect. Uh, Rob, Sam here. He's ranked fifty fifth. I don't know why he's asking us for uh, advice. Then he should. Right we on, should man. be. Yeah, he should be asking. Yeah, we should be getting advice from him. Anyway, he says he's got three trades left. Is it worth Ooh. trading? Is it worth trading in a keeper captain like Nico and a mid um, like Nat Putra or Naz? What do you think, Rob? <sighs> three trades left, and he doesn't have Nico Hines. I think I would be getting Nico Hines. Thoughts? Yeah. yeah I no, think I probably I, would. I think with three trades left, you need to be conservative. So I wouldn't be touching a mid like Nat Butcher or Naz no. because they're going to they're no. be trades again at some point. Nico Hines, you can hold the rest of the year. So I'd be fine yep. getting Nico in. I think that's right. Yep. I think just take the bullet on um, only one mid because I think a lot of people will be having that issue. Um, but yeah, three trades. When do the next ones kick in? Is it around 20? Yeah, after yeah, round that's a, long, that's a long so way you've away. Got, yeah, you've got quite a long time to go. So, yeah, I think I'd get Nico and then just, God, three Sit trades. tight. Sit tight. Oh, the single digit gives me so much anxiety, eh? Basically, from this point until the extras kick in, you don't want to be using any of those three trades except for injuries, basically. Um, all right, Mark Gusbro here. He wants to know, is it too late for Turpin? Is it too early for Simpkin? Uh, no and no. Lovely. Um, Rob, dead a Duffin, our man. He's uh, he's looking for the best mid option. He's got Hopgood and Fainu. He's got nine trades left and use, are keen to use one to get a full 13. So which mid are you going for? My, my chips are on Naz. Which, uh, who are you going for, Rob? I think it's Naz. But I also probably wouldn't do that trade. I think I'd just hold fire. It depends who you're trading out. But I think just run 12. And Mate, He's keen to use one. He's keen. Yeah, but like... Getting suboptimal he's, mids, as we know. Yeah, but he's got he's he's got a lot left. He's got a lot of trades left. Is nine a lot? Yes. Compared to compared to Sam with three, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, nine is a lot. That's almost too many. Mm. Like Lucy's got twelve. You've missed opportunities if you got twelve left. Lucy's doing quite well, though, eh? Yeah, she's sixtieth. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's too good. Um, yeah, it's Naz. It's Naz. Just get Naz. You gotta get. You got to get the KFC to pay for the wedding, mate. That's true. I'm trying. Um, all right, Mark. We've got a question here from Mark. He's looking yep. at doing Lukey to Sorensen or Nat Butcher. Uh, yep. Um, uh, I think would, Nat. Would you do if I yeah, maybe? Yeah, get Nat over yeah. Sorensen. I think. Yeah, I think yep. so. Yeah. Uh, and he's wondering: Is Fainu still worth buying for Benjawiwik? Oh, I don't know. I don't think. Oh, I'd can be going. We, you can just wait though on um, whether he starts or not. With he might trade. get one more game in the starting side. Like, how long are you supposed yeah. to be back? Very shortly. Like you'd be treating yeah. it as a cash out. No, last week was the week for Feno. Surely it's not a cash out if you're trading Ben Trebojevic though. Yeah, do you True. just get Garrett? Uh, not Garrett Garlic. I would. Yep. Maybe. Yep. Yeah. Um. All right, Rob. Rob, 
Christian here. He's only got one mid playing this week. Um, he's got Tarpany, Fodawaker, Fafita, Cook, Jack DeBellin out this week. Only one mid playing. Are any of those guys a trade? Um, answer's probably no, isn't it? Nah, I think I have all the same. Yeah. Okay. Mark, question here from Ben. I was wondering, for the people still playing overall and minimal trades left, would it be a smart option to play with 11-12 this week and play with a full 17 next week or look to get a 12-13-man squad in this week but only have, like, say, 15 or 16 next week, which is for the work boys? Um, well, it's the same amount of numbers, so I would suggest in that case you just... If you, if you have the same amount of numbers, it's quality of players and trades that you spend to get there is mm-hmm. probably the answer. Yep. Okay, uh, Rob, the bearded man and Luke. Uh, sorry, the bearded man here is looking at doing Hosking and Talau to Sorensen and Penasini. They're both playing this week. Well, Talau's barely playing this week. Who was the other one? He was looking at doing Hos- to? Hosking to Sorensen and Talau to Penasini. Oh, he's obviously got a lot of cash. Must do. I, I think I would get I think if you want to keep a center, I'd get Penasini, but I think I would rather get um a cheap center. And well, I like, don't think I would be buying Sorensen. Yeah, well this is the thing with Hosking. I think I just keep Hosking. Yeah, well this is the thing with Hosking and Sorensen. Yeah, like exactly. Well like one of them It seems like one of them yeah, I guess that's it, unless you need a mid, but it seems like one of them is playing sixty minutes, one of them is playing eighty, and Hosking just had a week off, so I don't know. Um, I, I think I think just get um, a cheap center and trade. Well, I'd just keep Hosking. Yeah, well, I guess unless you need a mid, and, and like that's what Luke's got here. He's looking at selling Hosking to Sorensen, Matto, or Nat Butcher. So I'm assuming he needs a mid. So get Naz or a cheapie, like be garlic. And would you do Telekai to Penasini? Telekai is also playing this week. He is. Then no. You got 31 on a flogging last week. So, yeah, I think I'd just hang on the whim. Um, I, like, I wouldn't ex- like I wouldn't take it for, like, a sure thing that Penasini's going to be awesome this week without Mitch Moses, like, right next to him. I also 100%. think trading centres for, like, trading a starting centre for another starting centre is just a recipe for disaster as well. Yeah. Yep. Um, Mark, Alex wants to know, at what point is it best to gamble on captaincy to make up ranks? Uh, mm, depends on what type of gamble you're making. As a rule, never. Um, yeah. I think unless you're like in a head-to-head situation, right? Um, like if you have Heinz, you absolutely have to captain him. Like there's no two ways about it but i think yeah after that it's it's pretty close like all the rest of them i don't know last week i didn't have heinz so i was kind of like do i captain moses or Payne Haas or sean johnson and it probably would have been fine whoever i chose so yeah I think the problem is picking the wrong captain and getting a worse score that's right it's the, the point like you know perfect example as you spoke about rob earlier is the you know going the john bateman route 
when no yep. other boss had him and then you end up with a like negative 17 captain yep. score and you're like, oh, okay, what do I do now? Yeah, I think the weeks to gamble are probably the these weeks, like around 16, 13, 19, if you don't have um, Nico Hines. There are ways to pick up big ranks potentially, but also to lose <laughs> big yeah. ranks. Yes. If, if um, Hines just drops 100 on us, like he's definitely going to because Freddie dropped him. Yep, it's a double-edged sword. Um, okay, well, uh, Mark, here, Mark, Jacob, Zane, and Nick, um, they're all trading out Carrigan to get 13 this week. They're looking at Sorensen, Madison, and Nat Butcher. Um, same question as everyone else. Uh, one of them's got, is Matto a buy, or would you go for Naz over one of those guys? Uh, what do you think, Mark? Yeah, I feel like we've sort of covered this pretty I think well. the question is, is Carrigan a sell? Um, the man. only reason you're selling him is for for this week, I guess, and round 19. Yeah, the problem is everyone and in the position is the other buy. Is that right? Just but and and 19. Yeah, the problem is every everyone in this position is so bad. Like I'd 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 consider selling him to like a John Bateman or something like that, maybe, but not to like a you know Scott Sorensen, Naz, Nat Butcher type. I think you're I losing. I think I'd only sell him to Heinz, to be honest. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I find I just I'm finding it hard to endorse that train of action. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I think yeah. there's people are just selling keepers for no good reason at the moment, <laughs> and he's only well. I mean, he might get rested after. Did he get rested last week? No. No, he got sixty-one last week. <laughs> yeah. So like, Ker- Kerrigan's such a jet. You're going to want him on the run home, I think. You're going to, mm. yeah. You, if you trade him for like Sorensen, you're going to regret that trade. I'm sure of it. Yep. All right. Uh, Rob Felix here. He's got Nick Arima, Adam Reynolds, Sean Johnson, and Oluwapu. He wants to know, when do I bring in Hines? Would you swap one of those four guys for him or would you yeet Tarpane? <sighs> I wouldn't sell Reynolds for Hines. Um Oh, I think I, um, I don't know. I don't know. What's the answer? <laughs> this I think is it might so be, hard with Hines. Uh, to be honest, I think the answer is Nick Arima to Nico Hines in round 18. I think that's the answer. Yeah, I think that's right. And then, yeah, because he doesn't play 17, comes to 18. Yeah, because Nick Arima's got a relatively low break even still, right? Mm. Yeah, well, considering his scoring anyway. Um, Mark... Jamie here, he's trading out Jackson Ford. He's got 740k to spend. He needs a center or a mid. Who would you go for? Um, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. I'm a bit disenfranchised by this whole yeah, okay. experience. i got a question here. Okay, so, like, would you go for, you know, like a Nat Butcher or one of these guys who's likely not a keeper there'll be good options or would you like just get a guy that you know is going to be a keeper or you're fairly confident is going to be a keeper like say Dan Gagai Will Penasini something like that who are still scoring like they're averaging high 40 so like it's not that big of a drop off to like a Nat Butcher Mm. versus saving a trade yeah I mean I see the answer to that I mean I see what you're asking um yeah I don't like the question is like is there a that big of a difference between a guy like that and Ramian, who's at 480k. Ask Rob. <laughs> Good God. That 19 last week, eh? 
Um, but I think uh, what? Uh, yeah, See, I yeah, think I'd I, go the center I, route. I, I, I know, no, but you're right. You're I right, though, Mark. Like I think, um, like in a vacuum, like Penasini and Ramian weren't that different. You know, but yeah. For whatever reason, Penasini scored a try, obviously, which helps. But I think his, I think his base is a lot higher. But you're also paying quite a lot for him. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think you're if you're getting a centre, you want someone that's playing like all the, you know, sixteen, nineteen, like Ramian. That's why I got him. Um, and it was super good last week. God, I hope it's okay this week. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know the answer. I think I think the answer is Dan Gagai, to be honest. He's only scored below 40, what, three times his entire season. Yeah, he's been so good. It's mm. incredible. Uh, he's averaging 52. I'd rather have Dan Gagai than James Fujiharis. I'm telling you that for nothing. Oh, <laughs> without a doubt. Yep. Okay. Uh, Rob, Luke wants to know, is it worth trading the chin to Hopgood or is there a better option? Oh, Hopgood's quite good this week. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Um. Okay, Mark Nathan here. He's got eleven this week. Um, would you trade Lemuelu or um, Khan Pereira to anyone? He's missing a mid and a centre like everyone else. I could move Khan Pereira on. Um, I don't think I trade Lemuelu. No, not Lemuelu. I could move. I could move Khan Pereira on for sure. Um, Four twenty-four. He seems like a prime candidate for a cash out. Yeah. You can move him on. Like I don't know if you've got any dual position players like Hopgood or whatever. You could move move them up and and get Patolo or something like that. Like that would be fine. Mm. Um, or Kapoa or you know someone in that space would be you know perfect. I think yeah, it's Patolo starting on an edge prop mid prop 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 prop. But he doesn't have mid for reasons. No, for yeah. fair enough reasons. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that was your cat. Hello. Yes. yes. Our cats need to get on every single week. They've got opinions. Your cats um, love Patolo, eh? <laughs> right. She likes the pod. She, likes she the does. Uh, Rob, uh, the NRL Fantasy Whisperer, he's got Tarbany, getting low on trades, kept him all season. Is there any hope here or is it worth cashing down? Sorry, I missed who you said. Joe Tarbany. Oh, Joe. Oh, God. <laughs> um, I think just keep him at this point. Mm. Yep. Yeah. All right, five to go. Let's bring it home. Um, Mitch here, he says he's head-to-head, but he's got Grant and Little. He needs a hooker this week, so I'm assuming if he needs a hooker this uh, week, you're not head-to-head, mate. You're an overall player. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if your head-to-head league plays by rounds, you're an overall player. Um, he wants to know, is it worth trading Little to Turpin to bank 103K with 11 trades left? No. Um, nah. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. I think you made your choice when you got Little, and it was... Yeah, over Turpin because they were came out in the same week, right? Roughly. Yeah, yeah. they would have yeah. round fourteen. So, yeah. just yeah. just stick your guns, mate. Um, Rob, I, I know you like a good list, mate. Isaac here, he wants you to rank the centers: Penasini, Staffatoa, Talakai, Jesse Ramian. Uh, Penasini, Talakai, Toa, Ramian. <laughs> Ramian's last on my list because I hate him so much. Um, Toe was playing in the halves this week, eh? Yep. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't love that. I'd probably put Ramian third. Okay. 
Uh, Mark, Stan here. He's got nine players this week, 10 trades left. Is it worth uh, ripping the team apart or just you know cop it for a week? He says his only real sells are Sonny Luke, Billy Smith, Tommy Talao, which are green dots. Uh, yeah, I think you can move Sonny Luke onto Jake Simpkin. Um, and, <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, she likes, yeah, she likes that one. And, um, yeah, Tommy Talao is another one you can move on if you want. Um, I'd be on board with you even moving him up to a Ramian or something like that to try and get your cash moving because, you know, those guys are all just, you know, dudes that aren't doing anything. I know they're green dots, but they're not really. So, yeah, I'd work on getting the cash moving or, you know, not not maybe not do anything yeah. else. All right, last two. Rob Lance here, he's got Cook, Robson and Turpin. Uh, so he's looking ahead to the future. He's got no round 19 cook, uh, hooker. Um he wants to know, do I trade Cook or Robson uh, to Tanner Boyd for round 19 coverage next week? Oh, just don't even worry about that yet, I think. Yeah. Seems like a question for next week. He's, yeah, he's got more questions here as well. For could go on before then. He's got more, yeah, he's got more questions here for round 20. I think the, the answer here is, uh, like, it's good to have plans, but... You never know who's going to get injured. Like one of your guys that you don't expect could get injured, and now all of a sudden you've got someone you can trade to a hooker for round nineteen. So yeah, yeah take a breath. Take a breath. Yeah, so weeks to go yet. All right, well, let's bring it home here with Perry. He wants to know how many green ticks is enough. Is his first question. How many green dots yeah. do we have this week, lads? I think ten's enough. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think I'm going to have eleven, but ten seems like enough. Like if anything you more don't than have ten any is- left. Yeah, anything more than turns a luxury, I think. And uh, his final question, Mark's hot tip. Um, Mark's hot tip of the week is don't buy James Richard Harris ever, not even if there's a fire. It's <laughs> a good tip. Uh, also, just quick full credit to uh, Homebrew Dan. Uh, he actually didn't get a question in this week. He's probably in bed. He's over in Canada, um, and I didn't post the questions thread until way too late. So shout out to Homebrew Down. For anyone who's interested in what type of beers that Homebrew Dan actually brews um, from last week, he brews American IPAs, West Coast IPAs, New England IPAs, Blondes, Pilsners, Amber Owls, Wheat Beers, and the odd Mango and Maple Beers. The question is, how do we get some of Homebrew Dan's uh, brew sent it to us so we can get good yeah. pair that with some of Darren's pies, Daz's pies? Yeah, I've been oh. really interested. Yeah, I'd be really interested in a crossover episode between Dazza's Pies and Homebrew Dan's Maple Beers. You know, um, Dallin Watini's Lizniak came into Darren's store today. <laughs> oh, no. So incredible, eh? D- Daz, is awesome. a big, Daz is a big Darren fan, though. Um, sorry, a Dallin fan. Dallin. Darren and I was going to say, Dallin's a big Daz fan. <laughs> they're, both, they're both fans of each other. Um, and, yeah, so that's great. Just, yeah, I hope he didn't say how much I... <laughs> Slagged him off at the start of the year. <laughs> no, he did. That's mate. That's what he got the motivation. He's got the got the uh, the mumba mentality from you talking shit about him. Oh, he's been so awesome. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know what keeps happening with these Warriors players. I slag off, but yeah, I should Love keep it. doing it. None of them yeah. are playing badly at the moment, though. So, can you start talking shit about that center that started real good last week? Because I'm I'm really interested in him for. He's for awesome, eh? Time. Do we do we need to think about him for round nineteen? Probably. Oh, yeah. If he's still there next week, absolutely. But that's a question for next week. Yeah. Cool. All right, boys. Uh, apologies to the listeners for Rob dragging this out over the two-hour mark. Uh, we'll pro- <laughs> we'll sanction him. Rob, your option is a is a five-week suspension or a $3 fine. Which one would you like to go? 
<laughs> uh, well, I'll take the three dollar fine. I think I'm not a Ryan Madison. Not a, not a Madison. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thanks very much for joining us for this one, boys. It was a lot of fun, a lot of good chat. You'd think it'd be a quiet, quick episode with only five games on, but nonetheless, we probably managed to rack up one of our longest episodes of the season. Hope you enjoyed listening to the show. Hope you guys enjoyed being a part of it, Rob and Ryan. Thank you very much for devoting your Tuesday to us, and uh, we'll uh, enjoy the... Oh, and Ryan, full credit Mm -hmm. to Ryan for telling all the listeners about the fantasy group on uh, Facebook. But oh, about you, 20, 20 new people joined. So we have a uh, a Facebook NRL Fantasy Amateurs. We also have a Facebook page, Amateurs Fantasy Sports, because we got zucked and uh, <laughs> and they 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 dispa- they disabled our page about six weeks ago. Still disabled. Uh, we also got a Twitter, an Instagram, a TikTok. Uh, jump on board, NRL Fantasy Amateurs. Get involved everywhere. Jump on the game threads. Have a chat. Jump in the group chats. It's all it's all gravy, and. Uh, Yeah, I think that's it. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Love you guys.